The following program is hosted by immature, irreverent, obnoxious, and often disgusting young men. Listener discretion is advised. This time on Nude Clan, we're going to review uh, Modern Warfare, or as I call it, Tom Selleck and the Angry Strings. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Nude Clan, um, the video game podcast where we make jokes that don't make sense. So here's why I called it that. At first, I, I it was Tom Selleck and the Angry Cello because the the, the fucking cello. yeah the soundtrack it's like heavy cello like rage you know what I mean it's really good cello rage yeah but and I was like That's, that should be a musical type <laughs> yeah there's already cello metal bands. Is there really? Yeah. There you already. would know. Do you notice that, though? Sometimes the cello is just like fucking like... It's so heavy. And I'm yeah. like, man, this is this is pretty fucking metal for a for a cello. Like, I'm impressed. Yeah. I, it's a big fucking instrument. So, I mean, it makes sense that it can get bassy like that. But damn. I mean... Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's what it's for. <laughs> yeah. I used to... I, that was actually the first instrument I learned. But I was really young, so I don't... I definitely can't play it now. Yeah. Um, I was like fucking 10 or something. So I was an idiot. And I was dumb, even dumber for not continuing to play an instrument and have that enrich my life. Uh, but yes, Modern Warfare, uh, Tom Selleck and the Angry Strings. Uh, that's, what that's the band name. That's that guy's band name. <laughs> this game is about that band. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Kind of, yeah. It's more about his, his backup guy who's actually the main guy of the entire Modern Warfare it's more about series, him uh, going through some events that makes him... Uh, I would have called it, you know, uh, Captain Price and the Avengers Become initiative. a traitor to his country and start supporting a uh, resistance movement. But it somehow gets fixed in the middle there. Wait, who? Tom Selleck, dude, Alex. Oh, yeah, that, yeah, 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 yeah. See, Craig the other day, uh, he said something about Price being the general in Modern Warfare 2 who betrays everybody. I thought it was, but it wasn't. It's uh, that other guy. Yeah, I can't remember what that guy's name is. That part was crazy, though, because uh, he kills, like, ghosts and all the cool dudes that you've been playing as for, you know, yeah. five hours, and you're just buried in a fucking hole. Um, but, yeah, I really like, I really, I really do like the Modern Warfare uh, storyline. I didn't ever, never played the original one, um, so I liked, I guess the I liked two Modern and Warfare? three. Yeah, I never did. You never played? No, I never played it. I know what happens after though. Two and three, I played, um, and I know what happens. Yeah, Modern in Warfare one. Two is great, but yeah, the the story still in the first Modern Warfare. It, it's it's good. You should you should play it. Yeah, because he because because uh, in I mean, there's a special scene. He does make references back to that first Modern Warfare, but we don't want to yeah. talk about that yet. At the very end, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's putting his team together. I was I didn't know. <sighs> so we're not going to oh, talk sorry. about sorry. it yet because that's kidding. the fucking Easter egg. Just kidding. Jesus, I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, <laughs> it is, and it's such a 
cock tease because they marketed it oh, as it was a, so good. They know how to play on our nostalgia uh, just they, right. They marketed it as a reboot, but it's not. It's a fucking prequel. I mean, it is a reboot of the maybe they're that maybe style the, of game. to me. It's the, it is a reboot, and they're just starting much earlier. But there's it's but uh, we're gonna get the next story soon where he thinks so. yeah i'm yeah that's i'm fine and, I, and i'm fine with that because the stories have gotten kind of dumb um you know and i mean we were talking a little bit about uh, about entertainment um and how they'll look at current world events um we were talking about that on uh, after dark you guys will hear it on uh wednesday yeah but um what made the modern warfare series originally good and what's making it good now is just yeah. how applicable it is to the current day exactly yeah and so that's why doing this reboot um is great because they took a great idea keeping some of the same names uh some of the same characters yeah but now applying it that uh that raw feeling uh to today and that's why you that's why you can reboot a series like that because it's still applicable and you can make it applicable it's why the it's why south park is so popular and why it's still around is because it's more it's more or less now becoming uh, a a political comedy than more than it was before but that's why you get read you know tv series reboots you know jack ryan again is on amazon i like it and, and it's, it's relevant very right? relevant to yeah. today i mean beforehand you got the jack ryan films and stuff like that the yeah. one with uh what's his name the newer jack ryan film with chris pine as late i it was okay i didn't like it as much yeah. but if you can go back and watch you know claire and present danger and stuff like that i love the book claire and present danger um but being able to take that type of an idea and reboot it to fit today's themes is, is great because yeah. you're just you're gonna get people watching it because of how close it is yeah and i i don't know for for shooters i think their story is actually pretty decent um honestly and i i made a joke to craig the other day uh i said that Treyarch coming to the table with black ops 4 um with online only is like cameron showing up to an episode with nothing that without a plan at all it's like so what's the game about oh well it's just the multiplayer uh, what do you mean it's just a multiplayer? Well, I mean, that's what everyone plays it for anyway. It's like, well, yeah, but you gotta have a story. It's like, well, you know, sorry, we don't have a story, so Black Ops 4 online only, and it's like, oh. How about that uh, Battle Royale? <laughs> yeah, it's those episodes that we did early on, so today we're gonna talk about this thing for five minutes, and that's what Black Ops 4 was to me. Uh, I haven't, I never played it, so I don't know if it's fun, and honestly, COD is mostly about the online, Yeah, to be sure, but it still I mean, feels yeah, fucking cheap. I, I feel like this new one has the most people who've actually played through the campaign, and just looking at the I mean, trophy stats, some of the other ones, like a third. See, this is how they do it. They 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 put stuff in the game that causes controversy, which then in turn causes more people to play it. What was really controversial in there, though? Really children about, children dying in this game. Oh, Do you don't remember pretty, that whole yeah. scene um, where? As Gaz, though, maybe he didn't decide to do it. Whereas Gaz, you you have the butcher, you're interrogating him, and then you pull his fucking family out of a van and bring him into the interrogation room. Yeah, you did that. I did that. And threaten to kill them or kill them. Yeah, you could kill them. You have the option. I shot, and it didn't do anything. The, there was nothing Who, what did you shoot at? Uh, you shoot, the first time you shoot, yeah. Yeah, what did you shoot at? I uh, shot at the kid. <laughs> oh, of course I shot at the kid. Fuck, Gotta man. hit him where it hurts the most, right? <laughs> Yeah, obviously. Craig's and like, so, were we uh, interrogating him or are we fuck playing with his balls so, here? What are we doing? So uh, I shot at the wall right above the kid because I'm like, well, maybe I can just like 
shoot something and it makes him panic and stuff like that. But it's like, no, no bullets, whatever. Oh, we're, we're going to give him ammo. And then after you finally do get the information out of him, did you finish off the butcher? No, I just left. I left him too. And then I thought about it today or last night and I was like, fuck that guy. I should have killed him. I mean, he's a terrible when person. I try to play games like that, I try to put myself in the point of view of the character I'm playing. And yeah, Gaz would have I only have didn't kill him because Bryce him. was like, let's go. <laughs> no, so, but it leaves it up to you. Like, it totally yeah. leaves it up to you. And so I was leaving and I was walking out and I went to the van. I'm like, am I just gonna leave him here? I'm like, like what? Uh, and so I quickly turn around and just, and I just, fucking capped him down from a hallway away just turned around <laughs> yeah. just poof and then I got in the car and left he, he did a lot nice. of terrible things so like exactly and, and I'm like am I just gonna leave this guy here yeah, like he, the character I'm playing as has more than enough reason exactly and he's like yeah. no I'm taking the gloves off you and you're, you're gonna get blood on you type of thing I'm like this character would totally smoke this dude yeah which is why Price wants him on his team later exactly and that 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 event is what this guy did like the the whole piccadilly attack thing yeah was organized by exactly him. and they, that was I his, mean, his like, i mean to me it felt like it was part of the character he would not have killed the wife and child but he would have totally killed butcher yeah and that's i don't know that's yeah that's that's what makes it interesting so i think they are pretty decent stories though honestly for most of the call of duty games some of them get kind of stupid but um i i kind of want to catch up on those this year too because i need like Black Ops 2, 3, Ghosts, um, But as far as, yeah, but as far as, like, scenes that were as disturbing as some of the previous Modern Warfare's, I still don't think the game had something to the level as the airport scene. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, That was fucking intense, No Russian, yeah, that's the most, that's a pretty crazy mission. Um, Just fucking open firing and killing everyone there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but there are still some, like, intense scenes. Uh, The first second of opening the game up, this, like, (laughs) terrorist van stops in front of this kid and his dad, and, like, it just cuts to the fucking game, and I'm like, Jesus Christ, they're starting off like, oh, yeah, by the way, kids are gonna die. And... Yeah. Well, I mean, while you're walking through the gas when you're playing as, like, Young Farah or whatever her name is, uh, you see, like, a bunch of dead kids like, yeah. laying on the ground. Yeah, so it's pretty crazy in in, yeah. in ways, but I, I think you're right. But it doesn't have you be the one who does it. Yeah, you, that's true. That's true. Um, but, well, let's just review it here, right? Uh, but before we get into more of that, what what remains of it, at least, what have you guys been playing this week? Uh, I've played a little bit of Modern Warfare, um, and I played some Star Wars Fallen Order, and I played a bit of that, uh, MMO Black Desert. Ah, yeah, I heard you guys playing that BDO. That's, how, how is that? I've never, I've never touched it. It's alright. It's kind of not optimized for consoles yet. So it's a little. That's what I saw on YouTube. It's a little janky, but they're uh, like, "Oh, Cameron, we're all going to get in this MMO. You should join." I'm like, "Ah, goddamn it!" Like I got on, (laughs) into Neverwinter. I put some time to that. I put some love in that, and they all left. And um, I don't know. I just like don't feel like getting into another MMO. And the play style looks to me. The play style, like the moves that people do, just looks too repetitive, and it just sucks. It just gets you sucked into a grind trap, and I hate games that just have you grind and grind and grind. Yeah, uh, I saw Cody play it when I when I went over for his wedding. Um, he had it open, and I was like, "Oh, what's that, Cody?" And he's like, "Oh, it's Black Desert Online." Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, how's that? And he's like, oh, "It's pretty fun." And I was like, "Oh, what's going on?" And we walked over, and his horse was just like 
he was just on his horse riding and i was like so what what's this he's like oh i'm leveling up my horse and i'm like mm, i don't want to play that game <laughs> i was like i, I don't want to play a game where like oh yeah i gotta leave the horse running on the map for days on end to level the horse up like it was something like that and it was horse it was just moving and i was like it just makes it so it's like, like playing have more stamina it's and a, shit like that yeah that's not playing the game that's letting the game beat itself off while you watch like that's a that's a that's a mobile game well, that that's what mobile games do he was playing it. yeah but i mean if that's if that's the way to get your shit up to where it needs to be i don't think i want to play that game yeah so, i haven't really needed a horse and i could i might be convinced just ago. because i like playing team games and you know playing games together yeah but it's like after you know you might get the whole gang together like a couple of times and that's it and uh, otherwise you're just fucking grinding i bought it because it was like 15 bucks and it was like one of those so is there it's, like it's, it's a, pretty different from other mmos so i was like yeah i'll give it a shot is there like a uh, in-game economy like how do how do items work so I just tell me fucking real fast. don't know like you level up your character right <laughs> Mm-hmm. Do you ha- also have a gear level or something you need to get to? Yes, I believe there's like a gear level, but that's only for like late game shit. And I think it's only after you hit the max level, which is like 50 or 60. Cameron's like, sell me on the game. And Craig's, I can't so actually do if that. If there is an I'm game to like level 26 and I still have no idea. If what's there going is on. an in-game economy, I might be swayed. There is is apparently you can like invest money into like certain Ooh, things and you get more. more money over time through the businesses and shit and then you can also uh like if you level up weapons and whatever you can put them on like the marketplace because it has one of those things like um uh, neverwinter did but you like get more money from it so you just like you can just generate a fuckload of money through both the in-game economy thing which people have like trade routes because you can buy carriages to like carry your stuff Ooh, through see places now, this is the stuff that sells and me on it. yeah that that apparently that's there but i haven't gotten to that yet because i think you uh, you need to be pretty high up i think that's you start doing that shit i think but, that stuff is the one thing that conan exiles if it had, there would be no coming Dude, out of that fucking game. Dude, fucking Conan Exiles, <laughs> if all they fucking did was implement a trading system where I could sit like Russ, I could set up a fucking shop and let people come by and buy resources off of me. Yeah, or straight up that items. Yeah, alone would make that game so much better. Yeah, way better than mounts or anything that they've added recently. Like, an economy, that would be like a... There'd be no... Ki- I would never be able to get out of that fucking dude, if game. They dude. Had, if they had a bunch more, like, random towns and the world was a little bit bigger, and then you could, like, buy a place in town or, like, buy property yeah. in the towns and st- or farmland Except and stuff, uh, when, I, when you walk in the like town, you're just awesome. like, what is this? A city built for ants? Yeah, like all the fucking doors and everything's too small. Yeah, I don't really understand that. But like, if it was if it was like bigger towns, like The Witcher kind of towns, yeah, yeah, maybe not. Maybe not so much being able to purchase properties within the town, but maybe have some sort of like actual trade system. Because in the game, sorry guys, another Conan distraction. In the game, you can make money. You can press yeah, gold. Yeah, you can yeah. literally, make silver. You can literally make money. And I you, know, but. you can buy stuff from people. You can, but it's mostly fucking worthless. It's like food and stuff. And then yeah. there's no reason to trade gold with other clans because what you'd use gold for is just like um, you can you use that to like make gold dust for other stuff. That's yeah. what gold's for. Gold is a resource to use, not a com- not something that retains value for trading. Yeah, yeah. 
And the so there's no reason for gold or silver coins, in my opinion, because you're just going to fucking turn that into a resource that you can actually use. Yeah. So if they actually add a currency to the game that makes sense to keep as a currency, like maybe if we set up a barter system somehow to make gold a valuable thing in of itself to keep as coinage, maybe. Yeah. Um, but some overhaul would need to happen in order to add that kind of economy to the game. But mostly, even if you're not talking about gold and stuff like that, like if I could just set up a shop and uh, just fill that full of um, uh, star metal and stuff like that, black ice and all sorts of stuff, because I have a favorite base location that's pretty close to all that, I'll go spend like hours collecting all that shit after building my base and then just selling it to people who don't want to go spend the time mining it. Yeah, that's... Because really, it's you're paying me for the time to go collect yeah. it for you. And that's where it gets it gets to the level of, like, RuneCraft, or RuneScape was, yes. not RuneCraft, where I played RuneScape, it, and I yeah. when I discovered the economy in there, dude, I was obsessed with that fucking game. Like, it was yep. all day. I'd get home from school, and I would just sit on that fucking computer and, like mine for hours and then get my my level higher and higher and higher and make better and better equipment and then sell it and i was like these guys yes. think the game's about fighting high level bosses yeah. <laughs> it's about Losers. making fucking money that's right <laughs> and like dude like oh man i finally have this the best pickaxe in the game just fucking mining that uh that rune ore yeah Ooh, dude yeah. it took so long to get there but like Everything and you sold was just sell ridiculous. Sell sta- you know, stacks and stacks of that shit. Just walk in, see if, if other people are selling rune ore. Just undercut them just a little bit. You yeah. start raking in the fucking gold. Talk about just being able to walk in and just buy items you want now. Oh, man. Yeah, RuneScape was the best for that because it had non-PVP areas, so you couldn't kill each other. Like, yeah. Rust, the problem with Rust is you can just fucking kill whoever you're shopping with or whoever's shopping with you, right? But if we did it that way in Kona where you had, like no pvp zones where it was where you sell it would be so fucking cool that game just taught you so much about life taught you about capitalism and the rewards of hard work it taught you about you know how you shouldn't trust people online (laughs) um people lie hey uh come join me over in blah 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 we're gonna go do some stuff okay cool and they just kill you as soon as you're out of the out of the no PVP zone. Yeah. Like, oh, man, maybe I can't trust people at face <laughs> yeah. value. And then if you're on super late, um, you find this wonderful group of Australian uh, you know, Australians on. You just join up with them and have a whole bunch of fun. And they turn out to be great guys. And they give you some cool stuff. Yeah. That that was a really cool game. Back, back in the early ages of uh, the internet, we could just make <sighs> yeah. friends with people online. Yeah. Now all we can do is just hate people, right? That was a lot of fun, though. That was that was a good game, and that's the thing that it has over the one game that I really like for every other reason. It's like fuck. If it had the economy, dude, you'd never see me again. That or if like Resident yeah, so Evil Outbreak the was remade. Economy of um, Black I Desert Online. I don't know how it works. You'll have to ask Brandy. Yeah, I don't think he knows how it works just yet. He's he's been looking into all that stuff. So. Okay. Oh, fuck. That's that. That sounds really cool. Trade routes and stuff. That's like ooh, I like that. That 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 sounds good. Yeah, you see people driving their their carriages around all the time. So nice. Can you set NPCs to drive caravans for you? Yes, I think you can like hire uh, maids and things to like do stuff. It's right? so f- and then you can like buy a house. It's so funny because like towns. A lot of times in these games, you play like the the I don't know like the messianic hero of the society but all we want to do is be a fucking npc like all we want to do is make like oh, an in empire black, of in fucking... black desert i'm pretty sure you're <laughs> become like, a slum i'm pretty sure yeah. in, in black desert you're the bad guy oh really oh that's kind of cool because there's like a black spirit that's like 
part of your body, and there's like three different storylines you can go down, and I think we chose the one where the dark spirit becomes the devil. Oh, you just have like fucking a... Fucking has you kill everyone. Is your inner voice just like a super, like, super stereotypical black man? You're the inner darkness. You said the inner black. It's just like, well, man, what are you doing? It's right literally there? called the black it's just, spirit. <laughs> it's like, it's, 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 uh. Touch me. Yeah. Touch me harder. Come on, man. Touch me more. Uh, it's just guy. some, like, super. It's the guy who voices Barrett in FF7's remake. Like, how that over the top, like, just stereotypical black guy voice, like, in your head all the time. Just, like, denigrating everything you do. Just, like, looking down on you, like, man, why are you doing that shit? Come on. Faster. And that's the that's the black spirit inside. Is that what you're telling me, or is it not nearly as cool as that? He's he's, not, <laughs> he's unintelligible. It only ah. you can only understand him via subtitles. <laughs> oh wait, are you talking about black the black guy or the actual one? The black spirit. Oh okay okay. I was like I didn't. He doesn't have to have that crazy of a of a voice where you can't understand him. It doesn't have to be uh jive or anything this game is like <laughs> from is Korea. it jive oh it's not jive because it's korean never mind how fucking cool would that be it's it's jive and you're like man you know i can make out like one out i of- could understand jive. <laughs> i can't understand the nonsensical thing they got him speaking because it's not korean yeah uh cool yeah it's just about uh that's yeah Yep, economy. Then uh, Conan has everything else, just being able to build stuff, you know, find resources. They just need to add a way to monetize your time in game. Yeah, uh, just wait till I get you guys to play Yakuza Zero. You're gonna but see, Yakuza Zero is still just a single player game. I wanted to it is that, but you're gonna love it. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, you that's will. that's the thing that the guy there's at work. Two, did. There's two businesses that you run in that game. Where you make money and everything in that game is about making money. Yeah, yeah, but including, I mean, including like, including your abilities, you purchase them with money. I mean, the thing is, is like we're it's like Assassin's Creed Two has a cool economy in it, but we're talking about something way cooler than that. That's very fixed. That's like very strict in its rules. This is we make the rules. Uh, we can do. We could even like ins- we could just corner the market to the point where you can't get it elsewhere and we become like evil. We would create like almost like a, I don't know, like a kind of a crony capitalism system. It's more. It's not really. It's like a monopoly. That's what we create. Yeah. We create a monopoly, so, so you um, have to buy from. It's, it's like, usually uh, if you do this. <laughs> if you do this on public servers on Conan, it's usually a uh, you know something that uh, you don't do because uh, you'll get raided if you do it. But uh, building a base and uh, walling off an important resource. Yeah. I mean, you can do it. Nothing prevents you from fucking walling off yeah. all the brimstone. Other than people trying to kill you. It would be, that would be fun to do that. Like, do Oh, man, that just reminds me of fucking Craig over in Age of Empires, like, seeing his little wooden fence covering his gold. And I'm like, what's going on over here, Craig? It's combined with, like, 30 knights. Like, see, I don't the, like way, this. the way to do it now, <laughs> the way to do Conan, uh, to get that going, Um and you know what? I wouldn't mind uh, when we set up our PvP server um, for the admin to just uh, make a whole, like, just add a whole bunch of map rooms to his inventory and then place a map room next to every obelisk and then to place map rooms next to all the valuable resources as a way to fast travel. But then you still lose everything on death. That's a good idea. Just to create a network of. Uh, map rooms to get you back to all the you know 
obelisks, but then map rooms next to uh, resources. So even if you're overburdened with stuff, you can quickly travel back to where your base is at. That's a, I think that's another cool idea we can add because we want to make it less grindy. So less grindy, and so adding map rooms everywhere and uh, next to important locations is great. Um, but then resource gain, yeah, maybe with uh, resource gain we don't tweak it too much. Yeah, level sixty though, I because think that's we a want must. to make we want to make rating worth it. Yeah, if you make the resources super high, then it's not worth it. You just you but then just... but then that's that's give and take too because if grind because uh, you know explosives and explosive arrows are have high resource cost and you don't know whether or not if you're raiding this place if it has the the resources to raid um that equals or exceeds the amount of resources you had to use to get in there yeah that's true and so we want to make it to where resources it's like it's you know it's you want to go attack we want to encourage it yeah with uh but at the same time we don't want to make it too easy yeah, we'll have to play around with that. I'm excited yeah. to get into that, though. So as soon as we do that, I'm going to hop on to Conan. Well, we're, we took out the Frost the frost guy, and we're planning on Monday to take out at least one, maybe two more bosses. So we're working on it. Good. And Roxo is to the point where he's tired of fucking building, because our base got absolutely plundered last time. And, like, we lost tons of gold dust and tons of, like, demon blood in those stones to make the map rooms. We yeah. almost had a second map room. Like, we were getting pretty close. Yeah. And they destroyed the fucking cauldron that had it all. And so, like, our will to, to play is it was almost gone for a little Are while. Are you guys not using uh, Tier 3 building materials for well, walls? Well, he built it on the, filth is what the, happened. The fucking... He used sandstone uh, as the, the, the foundation. No. And he had it raised up. But, yeah. And so that's what they were doing. They were attacking the raised up sandstone. Yeah. So every Tier 3 so like, wall never, was destroyed. Y- never. We didn't realize that... Never build with sandstone. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. sandstone can take damage from... Just weapons, normal weapon attacks. Yeah. Now, see, stone here's the, is okay, but if just don't waste resources of time gathering stone for stone for stone walls. Just fucking don't build a main base until you can make um, tier three materials. That's yeah. th- that's how you yeah. play Conan competitively. You level up until you can fucking build tier three walls and don't build anything else. But here's what happened: we both were talking about this, and we both came to the same conclusion of like he's like, well. I can make these really nice walls, like black ice. Yes, tier three. Like, should I do it? And I'm yes. like, well, we're not playing against anybody, so it's not a big deal. And then the thrall gods came down and struck us to they bent, put us on our knees and destroyed us because like we he logged off when it started and he was like, oh well, I have to go. And then we come back and it's like fucking half of a wall is gone. Like because if you take out the base, like the top just correct just goes. Stability. And so we had good walls, but we had shitty sandstone. Uh, foundations. We didn't realize that was going to fuck us because we were like, well, why build the extra stuff if we're playing PV, PVE? And the I reason sh- is the fucking thralls will destroy all of your shit. I should have just joined and become the... <laughs> the builder? Yeah, the, I the know. Old, no, no, not the builder. Just the fucking crazy dude who lives out in the woods and comes down to raid you guys because you're using fucking sandstone foundations. Steal all teach your us, shit. Teach us a lesson. Steal all your shit and then... Um, and then you try to find my base, but then by the time you finally do find it, it's going to take so many of your resources just to crack it. Because I don't fuck with tier uh, one or tier two building. There's no point. There's no reason to. Yeah. You might as well just make a small little enclosure to sit in for storms and warmth and then sleep and that's it. Everything else you can just stick outside. You don't yeah. even need to have a house to put things on. Like, 
No. So we both fucked up, and we didn't realize until now that it was as dire as we as it is. So now what we're doing is we're just like, well, we're crafting good equipment, and we're just going and killing bosses. You guys forget, finishing. yeah, it's just like, I spent so much fucking time in the game, like, building bases and building defenses, like, I came up with this, this, um, this whole fucking foundation or, uh, slash wall slash pillar walls where i don't know if you could still do it they might have uh taken this out of the game but basically you try to get your foundations for your walls to be below the ground right yeah and then um you put walls just normal walls up above you know to be your main wall then on the inside you can put pillars and in between the pillars you can put fences and um, oh, and then on the other side, you could do another wall. But then on the walls themselves, you can put uh, fences. And so you're talking about so much fucking health just to get through one wall. Yeah, because you're the palisade things. You're just getting fucking. And then you can bored. have palisades on the outside, but palisades burn away real fast. Palisades are never like the main line of defense. And then when I was building my castle, I was building all sorts of, like fucking traps where I would um, build up to a door and there'd be like a like a little walkway like a porch area outside of the door which would be made of sandstone and i would have that sandstone super low health right and so if they were to ever place a bomb next to the door to blow through the door they'd actually just blow the sandstone away and then fall down to a moat of fucking palisades (laughs) underneath oh yeah because it'd blow up under them and Mm -hmm. oh man that's pretty funny they just fucking die because you can't take a step without getting you actually if you stay still you'll still die in uh, Palisades, because yep. it'll still bleed you over and over yep. and over. Fuck, that's de- that's evil, man. Fucking- and so, so that's what. So that's why. <laughs> and all you, your shit's gone too. If yeah. we, if de- but uh, oh, fuck. fucking the climbing system in this <laughs> game and fucking uh, fire arrows or bomb arrows. Yeah, they really do make it some of the, some of the things kind of stupid. Like because you know. I would build sandstone steps up to a door, and so if you try to blow up the door, you'd blow up the steps before you'd blow up the door. But you could just fucking shoot arrows at the door until it's gone and then climb up. That's true, And so it's kind of hard in that sense, which is why pillar bases are still the most OP version of bases you can do. What I want to do is just, I, I want Craig to come out of his house and, like... There's just like ten of us clinging to the walls of his home, and like hey, once he gets out of the doorway, we just fucking drop down and just fucking punch him to death. <laughs> I don't know if I uh, told you this story, what? but uh, I had this whole thing planned where I I joined the server, no one would know, right? And then I'd uh, fucking grind out resources and stuff and quickly get to level sixty because I I can do that in a day, um, but it's like all day long. Yeah, and then I would grind out resources for bombs and. Uh, uh, trap bomb traps not just bombs but bomb traps right and so after i get all my resources done i'd kind of like study your guys's i'd find out where you were on the map study your movements and stuff and see which routes you took to uh go mine certain resources and so what i would do is uh wait to see one of you go off to collect a certain resource that i wanted and let you guys do all the mining and stuff like that and while you're doing the mining i'd set down all of the bomb traps along the path right just because oh, wow. you, you you put them in the ground and they and if you know what to look for you can see them but if you're just like oh you know grinding need to go back to base right you're not really looking for it um, and most of those bomb traps are one shot kills and so basically lace IEDs along your route and uh, 
have the person come back from doing the thing and uh, they're mining and stuff and then walk into my bomb trap right and if it's more than a couple people you know they're walking back and one of them just gets exploded they die the other person's like oh what's going on and then i come out of the fucking bushes on my horse and then run them down <laughs> oh man it was so beautiful in my head i wanted to execute it i didn't yeah. tell you about that plan the whole time but it would have been so perfect if it was correct just the outrage he'd have yeah of spending hours collecting resources You've just for me told to steal me it. that plan. So that I would have known that, that or like my other fantasy with Craig and Conan is uh, God damn it! But he's, uh, people. <laughs> he's like it's it's a sandstorm. He's in there like super underutilized. Like he's super low level, and I'm just out there like clinging to the wall and he looks out his window and all he sees is my face just like fucking waiting just like i'm i'm like three stories high holding onto the wall just staring in yeah the climbing system i think is just the climbing system i feel is it's broken it just makes getting into bases too easy yeah it's fun and it's funny but it's yeah it's it's pretty broken um i mean you wouldn't be able to get to certain places in the game without it but Yeah. yeah um i feel like ladders should be more of a useful thing because there's really no difference from climbing on a ladder versus climbing on a wall it still takes your stamina to do it oh, but no, being able to build then. super long ladders would make like assailing like doing castle sieges super fun um like you could climb normal walls but maybe it burns through your stamina too fast yeah you end up falling but if you have a ladder that you could place up against a wall then you could climb that up most of the way that would be cooler yeah. i feel like that would benefit the game but you know just me. Yeah. And uh, welcome to 30 Minutes of Conan. Yeah. So yeah. what have you been playing this week, Game Cam? Only Modern Warfare. Mm-hmm. Twice. Um, I did play Conan. I did take out a boss. Or no, we took out two bosses. One of them was a trophy boss. And one of them was just a, a guy that I found because I fell beyond the trophy boss. It was like a dragon down in a pit under the... Um, Another thing I wanted to do is when you guys logged off is to put a whole bunch of those explosive traps around your base. So and then when you lock die. back on, you just like, there's a minefill around your base. I just wanted to <laughs> fuck with you guys so bad. Well, we can do that as soon as we finish. Okay. Um, there's that. And then um, I played a ton of Modern Warfare. I played a lot online. And then I was like, you know what? I should probably start this game because we're reviewing it. And I almost got the platinum. I have like three more trophies, I think. It's pretty easy. Um, the one I'm doing is is the only tough one. It's like... Which one was that? Kill all the people in the... Um, the church, the pool, and the uh, house without oh. anyone noticing, and you have to kill every yeah. person. And I keep I keep missing people. I think is what it is. So I'm gonna follow this guy's video like step by step and just do it. Okay. Yeah. Um, I played a bunch of that, and then I think I th- oh no, I played uh, I played like ten or like half an hour of uh, Jurassic World Lego Jurassic World again. Just kind of playing around in there with Jace. And then I think I played uh, Carnival Games for a little bit, too. You know, the usual. Carnival the Platinum games. on that is actually pretty pretty brutal. Oh, yeah? Does it require, like, a bullshit amount of points? Yeah, it requires you to do 20 uh, World Circuits, which is all 20 games, mm-hmm. and against three hard AI players and win. And it's all 20 games. So you can't choose 20 games. You have to play every single game. And get enough. Do you have to win every time, or just win the most? No, it's just games? like it's just like any racing game where you get points for your place. Okay. Um, but so I'm not very good at all of those games, and the <laughs> AI will fuck me over. So I don't know if I could even win one of those, let alone twenty. Um, but the other trophies are pretty doable. It's some of them are like they require a lot of skill and maybe even co-oping just to make things get done faster. But 
most of that game is going to be really easy just to fucking mop up a retarded amount of bronze trophies just for almost no effort. So that's kind of why I'm playing it, honestly. Yeah, of course. Uh, all right, so we know what everyone's been playing this week, but the real question is the only question. Have any of you guys beaten a game this week? Uh, yeah, I beat Star Wars Fallen Order. Okay, Star Wars Fallen Order. Um, you know, I had a fucking a new one. Where did it go? 2019. Did you not save it? Yeah, the only thing on there was my fire emblem. Hmm. I guess I can I can just do a new one. Alright, so you had Fire Emblem. Yep, Fire Emblem Three Houses, so now Fallen Order. And then Fallen Order. Alright, uh Cameron? Uh Modern Warfare. Okay. And I also beat Modern Warfare. So the Nude Clan Hog is as follows for the hosts. Caleb Craig, King Hog, two games. Cameron and I tied for last place or second place with one game each. So, very nice. exciting. I told Craig that he can't honestly review this game because he beat it last year, but he didn't, <laughs> he didn't care about that, apparently. Because um, it was like, what, two weeks ago or something? <laughs> like three weeks ago, It was maybe? like the beginning of December. Oh, okay. So it was like a month ago. Oh, there you go. Um, all right, sweet. Let's get into it. So, Modern Warfare is a... We're not going to do the trailer? Oh, yeah, shit, you're right. We should probably do the trailer. Should we? Should we do the trailer? Yeah. Yeah, let me pull it up. You feeling it? You f- do 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 That's a multiplayer reveal. Well, isn't that all we care about, though? <laughs> Here we go. Story, Story trailer. trailer. Tom Selleck. 20 years of civil war. You know, there's nothing civil about it. This is bigger now. Chemical weapons have fallen into terrorist hands. They could be anywhere. We need to move fast. What do you suggest? A business trip. Farrah! Let's talk! I need your help. Because of this poison, my people have known something worse than war. Help us track it. If you stay, we can help you. But if you stay, you fight. Yelling out to The invaders of my country have no regard for human life. We live like this every day. Any further complications and more at war. We're breaking through now. We need a new extraction point first. Save yourself, daughter. Join us. I lead soldiers. You train killers. But we are all killers here. No? How about you, Captain? Are you gonna let them die? weapons are now in the wild. Fix it. Where do we draw the line, sir? You draw the line. No, sir! Stop! Wherever you need it. What the hell is this? It's the off switch. We're all just pawns in this. Well, you speak for yourself. This is crazy. 
Identify the target. You are the target. Yes. Call of Duty Modern Warfare is a uh, soft reboot of the Modern Warfare series um, released October of 2019. I didn't realize it was that old. I guess they always come. I thought they came out with them in November. Well, like, I, I felt like it was. No, I guess that's about right. They they usually come out with them in like the beginning of November. Um, mm, well, it's mostly it's mostly around fall is when they come out. Yeah, fall to winter. Yeah, it's because they want to be like right before Christmas, and they want to have like a big setup for people to join into. Yeah. So the game is like I said, it's a it's a soft reboot of the entire Modern Warfare series, um, and I, I I thought it was a full on reboot. At first, and I guess we'll talk about that as we go um, as we go on. Uh, so it follows it follows officers um, from the CIA, the British SAS forces, and they kind of combine to take out some Russian shit that's going on. Um, and it's it's weird. It's 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 kind of like it's really like we talked about on After Dark, which you haven't won't hear yet. But uh, it's it's. The thing about these Call of Duty, especially in the Modern Warfare series, is like it is very modern, mm-hmm. and so it deals with a lot of the issues that we have right now with like unstable yeah. areas. Well, as far as the Russians that you do fight, I, I, it was hard to like know the line of whether or not it was like the main, you know, Russia itself doing these things and uh, having someone do it, and they just have a fall guy, or if it's like this one general dude who's doing it all on his own without oversight from the Russian government. Yeah, I, I don't really know where that that part is, because can you distinguish his force separately as like a kind of a terrorist force or is it Russia? They kind of made it seem in the story like it was sanctioned by Russia because like every action that you took against him, that chick was like, "You got to fucking stop well, it." Yeah, because or you were fi- in- killing Russians, and yeah, they're gonna notice that. Yeah, but if the fucking Russians didn't know he wasn't doing that, they would have been like, hey, he's a fucking terrorist, take him out, we don't give a shit about this guy. But they kept him on, so they knew it was happening. Hmm. That's like part of the point. Okay. Yeah, so the because, game... Because, I mean, near the... Okay, never mind. Keep, keep going. I, I can bring it up later. Okay, so it starts out in our current year, 2019, and there's a covert op to recover shipments of chemical gas that are has a, headed to... Rizikstan. Um and the guy the guy that I call Tom Selleck, his name's Alex. Um he gets intercepted by a bunch of unknown people. We don't really know what's going on because we're stopping the you know, the gas. We're trying to like cut him off and then we get cut off by other people who are trying to stop and take the gas and we don't know what the fuck's what's what. And then we find out they're Russian. Um and so it's a really weird it's a really weird situation. So that that beginning situation we Yeah, so we the, yeah. It's weird because we know we knew the gas was Russian at that point, right? Yeah. yeah, like at the very beginning. And we were going in there to take it away from, I guess, the people the Russians were going to go give it to. No, I think it was the it was it was we Middle discovered Eastern. it by like accident or something. Yeah, we were doing something else there, and then we thought they were terrorists, and then all of a sudden it was Russians with gas, and it was like, oh shit! But there's the I thought it was the Russians that. 
were also coming in to take it. Like it was, I think it was just Middle Eastern dudes making it. The no, dudes because from that the country. Russians were the ones making it. Because there's the, that later mission, like where Alex dies, where they're making it in that Urzikstan place. They they set up. Uh, he's like he took that Russian guy, general took over Urzikstan, so he could start making the gas there. Oh, okay. Well, then, isn't it? Weren't it? It wasn't it. Russian people taking it from Russians. It was, yeah, because the. Yeah. They they basically kill your whole team except for your guy, and then, like, a couple dudes in Russian, like, they realize, like, oh, shit, these are Americans. Because they thought it was just the people they were taking it from, and they right. thought that you were just there because you're defending it. Yeah. And then they kill everybody but you, and then they, they stop before they kill you, and they're like, oh, my God, this is America. Like, we got to get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Because they don't want to embroil themselves in a war, right? Right. They're just trying to take this gas. Um, they don't want us to be involved whatsoever. It's really it's really interesting uh, the way they played that out in the beginning, um, where it was like your you know the death of your teammates was accidental and they didn't realize what they were doing um they just wanted the gas and they yeah. they acknowledged that oh this is not a good good thing and then yeah. they took off um so then you uh we get introduced to price and um they're basically trying to de-escalate the situation with russia because it's obviously a big problem um and then like a day later there's a uh terrorist attack on piccadilly the piccadilly circus in london so then we get introduced to another character. His name's uh, Kyle. Um, he's the the black British guy in the game, and he's basically sent to contain the situation because they know it's happening. They had the intel. That yeah, like, so they knew. Yeah, they had the intel for a long time. They knew an attack was happening, and uh, they were finally just making a move the same day the terrorists were making a move. Yeah, and it goes super fucking poorly for them. Like it. They yeah. blow up in the middle of the street. You kill a bunch of people. Everyone's dying. Like people are just getting gunned down. Yeah, they all have a over. lot of like innocent people strapped with like C four and shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and as you continue through that mission, um, at the very end of the mission, there's a guy who has C four strapped to him, and you're like calling into base trying to like, hey, you know, we need to help with this guy. And then he like turns the phone over with the timer on. It has like five seconds left. And Price just like grabs the dude and like fucking shoves him over the banister. So this guy just explodes. He's like, well. You got to save as many people as you can, so this yeah. guy's fucked. But we don't all have to die because of that. Um, and that's when, right after that, your guy is, you know, the guy you were playing as is he's pretty pissed off at the whole situation because they knew about this for a while, and yeah. like they, his main complaint is like he wants to be able to get in there and fight, right? And he thinks it's bullshit yeah. that they have all this this ridiculous red tape that's stopping them from doing what they need to do to stop this kind of shit from happening. And now there's like hundreds of dead people. You know, if not, if not more, all over the place, and then yep. Price basically makes a phone call, and now you're on his team, um, and that's when you guys, that's when you guys get in, involved with this uh, fighting, like the Al Qaeda or Al Qatala or whatever the fuck. It's Al Qatala. Yeah, the you fight. That's essentially what it is—a terrorist organization in um, in the Middle East, and you are trying to capture their leader, which is. Uh, the Omar Suleiman, um, also oddly similar, but I mean everyone's basically named Salami over there, right? No. Well, he's nicknamed, he's nicknamed <laughs> the Wolf, and that's what they call him yeah. the whole time. They call they should have called him the Ritz Cracker, because uh, Sal- his last name's Salami. It's, you know, it's good. But you ever you, you never just cut up Salami and put it on a Ritz Cracker with like a little cut of cheese? It's good. Uh, I mean, yes, I've had but that. it's yeah, it's it's, but, yeah, but it's just another Schweiss comparison. He just yeah. I'm just trying to be yeah. racist. That's all I'm There's doing. There's a guy there. in the multiplayer that literally looks like young Putin in a tracksuit. You didn't like. There's no joke for that guy. This is a joke for a guy. I mean, Putin on a Ritz. Goats. Yeah, there's a joke for that. that 
It's also weird because there's a bunch of operatives that look like people at work that play the game. It's like really disturbing. And like there's one that there's like four of them that look like people that I work with. And I'm yeah. Like, <laughs> it's like the fucking dream team from the post office. Like, I don't know about that, but yeah. Okay. You can make, you can make the, I hate the, the Putin guy too. He's annoying. He just pisses me off. <laughs> I get scared every time I see him. Because every time you see him, like it's a dude playing with a shotgun. So yeah, that's true. <laughs> every fucking time. Uh, so you you basically find this guy and you kidnap him, and you find out that another guy named the Butcher he he launched an attack on the embassy, basically in retaliation to this capturing of the wolf. Mm-hmm. Um, and you basically have to hold a bunch of people off at the em- uh, the the embassy and. It's a really bloody, really brutal mission, um, yeah, and you so are you basically through, just yeah run through the embassy. It's a lot of like the whole thing where the scene, the Call of Duty has always done this, where they will use gameplay as a way to tell parts of the story, and so there's just parts of it happening around you that you can witness, and then um, parts of it you do get to interact with, and so you, you run into the embassy. You need to get down to the safe room. Um, to, to help you know take possession of the wolf um and then once you finally fight your way down there like the embassy's totally being overrun that's when you're like okay shit how are we gonna get out of here yeah and then and then shit happens like you gotta get a, a key card and then the fucking person who has it the uh, the ambassador he the ambassador, fucking dies yeah. and oh, so you yeah. have to like guide his uh that was an, his assistant through like the building secretary. and that was an interesting but annoying mission at the same time uh, yeah, it wasn't too hard at all. It, it wasn't too bad, but there was a spot I always get caught at, just because like I forgot that there was like another dude there. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you basically you and the whole point is like you've secured this man here, and you're trying to hold off these forces that are coming to take him back, right? Understandably enough, and everything goes haywire. Everybody they get into the embassy, and then you finally pull you finally hold them off and then you go back into the safe room where you've got the guy and they totally breach the wall and no so that him. part is um so you get out of the it's embassy later. and then you go get to the ambassador's residence which is also another kind of fortification setup and there's a cell in his residence is where oh you put that's the where it was okay and so there is in that whole part so this is something so that annoyed me during a the lot game. of the time defending him and then and so you are now defending his residence from on- oncoming waves of people trying to break him out, right? Mm-hmm. That's when you get the the laser, first time you get the laser for the Predator missile. Yeah, pretty sweet. Um, so you're doing that, you're, you're sniping into the, you're sniping, you're sending out cluster strikes and whatnot. Um, and there was a pretty big bug for me um, during this part. Oh, yeah? Really? yeah. I didn't have one. Um, so as you are defending the field and stuff, right, um, you're getting rid of waves and stuff like that. Um, there was just a point where there was no more enemies, right? And they're like, use the missile. <laughs> Get <him." laughs> Oh yeah. Actually that did happen to me. Where, no, but, there, but I found out it was because there was a guy who had broken through and he was just like hiding in like some bullshit corner. But okay, there's like you, no so more enemies. So for you, maybe. So he, for you, he had, maybe. Like, um, was but just I sat there for like 45 minutes. Like, I'm like, this is so fucking stupid. 
Um, I'm just like, I like, I ran as far across the field as I could, right? Like, I went all over the place. I got it to where I could kill myself with a missile. I found the perfect distance where it'd still let you call a missile into it. You could still run up to it and die. Uh, but dying didn't reset it. I thought it might. Um, and then it's like, oh, can't send the missile. They're too close to friendlies. And apparently only you are the friendly because if you get out far enough, you can totally send missiles at your people. Oh, wow. And it doesn't kill them. Um, but you can totally send missiles at them. And I was just sitting there, like going all over the place. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, I couldn't. Like, I I've been all over that field. So I went online to see if there's a bug. And yeah, there's a fucking bug. And uh, the way to get it in the very far left corner, right next to a tree in the far left corner, if you send enough missiles over there, it'll finally let it go. I don't know <laughs> if there's like a dude who spawned there, but like he's like through the ground or whatever. But you can slowly sort of- damage him. And then you can you could finally kill him by by doing that. And I'm like to me, I'm like, dude, this game's been out since October last year, and this bug is still in the game. See, I didn't have that because they weren't in the field anymore on veteran. They were up my ass. Oh, they always come up your ass. Oh, they always okay, they okay. always push past the line, um, and you have to fight. Uh, like it's every part of the game, we have like a hold them off situation. It's I feel like they spawn them behind you at a certain point too. Yeah, well, and also that's totally what happened with my guy. That's why I didn't know he was there. <laughs> He was oh. just he was just chilling, like he didn't even come out. Like I just was like, but that fuck. was the only major bug. And honestly, I hated it. I hated for the whole forty five minutes trying to figure out what the fuck was happening. Um, and I looked online, and yeah, it's a bug. Yeah, that's annoying. I didn't have that. Yeah, that's and then after you finally defend that field, you go in and they fucking bomb the cell from the outside. Number one, how do they know that was the room with the cell in it? Like, did know. they just have, like, um, a blueprint they, of the fucking building? Well, they attacked the, the embassy, so they probably, like, were scouting out both that and the ambassador's residence. Or there's an inside man, but how maybe. Would they how would they know? Maybe, yeah, maybe inside man, or somehow yeah. they knew the blueprint of the fucking thing and the cells are here, and so they blew it from the outside, and so, yeah, you lost him. Yeah, and then after that, you know, everyone's like, fuck, we, we, bo- oh. we botched it. Um. I think there was the inside man, and if uh, I'll just go spoil it, it was Hadir, I think. I oh, think yeah, that's what it was most likely Hadir at that point, yeah. Well, he's still enemies with them, though. Mm, yes and no, because they totally help him out later. Well, no, hang on. And it's not on. that much later. Yeah, so, I mean, you'll find out later. Hadir so, is. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so once 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 all this happens, you get the coolest mission I think in the game. Uh, the one I enjoyed pretty the enjoyable. most. Um, it's called the. It's like the highway or something like that, and highway of death. Yeah, um, and the wolf's men are basically driving back up to uh, their base or whatever, and you ambush the shit out of them. And it's really it's a really cool sniper mission. I think it's yeah. actually really well done for Call of Duty because um, you've got like bullet lag and like drift from the wind and like you have to hold out markers. Yeah, and it's a pretty satisfying mission. Their heads explode when you and this gun yep. is like a, a fucking monstrous gun. Like yeah, I mean it is shooting. Um, it's like seven. It's not seven six two. No. It's bigger than that. I know it's Lapua. It's, um, they're monstrous rounds though, and. Um, you basically hold off all of those guys, and it's going well. Yeah, until it's a 338 Lapua Magnum rounds, which is a uh, U.S. military uh, sniping round. Nice. There you go. So during this attack, uh, Barkov's men, so one of the other forces, uh, basically the, the 
the terrorists. You know, no, Barakov is the Russian. Oh, guy. he's the, oh yeah, that's right. He's the Russian guy. So the Russians attack you while you're attacking the Middle Eastern guy. Yeah, because the, uh, or some backstory. So the Russians are attacking these guys in the first Actually, it's place. It's a British military issue. Uh, because the one of these forces stole the gas. Yeah, a gas yeah. shipment from the Russians, and so they're trying to get it back. Right, and they think they they the they actually have the right idea of who did it, but we don't know that yet. We think it's all a big well, misunderstanding. Well, he blames everyone. Yeah. So, but it was yeah. So that's when we lose this attack, basically, and then uh, the main girl whose whose country is being under attack, basically, her brother. Um, her name's Far. Her brother's name's Hadir. He unleashes the fucking gas on everybody, and it's revealed that he was the one that was stealing in the beginning of the game. Yeah. He stole that gas. Yeah. Uh, and the Russians were trying to stop him from stealing that gas. So, like, it's this horrible conflict. And his whole idea, he, he just gasses everybody. And he's like, get to the bunker to stay alive, get the gas mask on, it'll be fine. And then you wake up, and then it's like, it's tough because, and this is where I think the story was really well done, and it plays with these themes, I think, really well. It's like, there's a Geneva Pact where you can't use gas because it's inhumane. It's terrible, right? It's a horrible way to do it on one hand. And on the other hand, this guy's country is, you know, being destroyed by these people that he just gassed and killed. So and it's like, where do you draw using the-, the gas from them? Yeah. The gas they were using before. To fight back. So it's like, it's almost like justice, right? It's like a, yeah. uh, but ironic. Then, and then Farrah, you know, she always said she would never steep, stoop so low to do something like that because... That's yeah, what the enemy does. It's what the enemy does. Yeah. They are not them. And that's what this whole game is kind of about. Like Price's yeah. whole thing is like you draw the line where you need to to get shit done. And that's kind of what that's kind of what Hadir does here. And Price knows that because he actually, you know, defends the guy later mm-hmm. on to some so, extent. Mm-hmm. He gives him over because he has to in the end, but he's like, "No, we're not going to kill this guy." Like No, I mean, he, you were bringing him in. The, the whole point that I think you were going to bring him back to I don't know if you're going to bring him back to Farah because she wanted to, you know, kill him as well. Yeah, it was hard because everyone you brought him back to wanted him dead, basically. And then you just give him over to the fucking Russians at the end. Yeah. But whatever, that was a political No, move. but you learned through uh, later that uh, he had been working for Alcatel, and uh, and because he stole the chemical we- weapons, the U.S. military designated them as a terrorist group as yeah. well, as far, mm-hmm. far as whole people. Uh, your Tom Selleck or Alex uh, was like, no, that's fucking stupid. I'm going to fucking stay with these guys and help them. And basically, like, going against uh, the command. So that part's like he basically just became a terrorist in, in the eyes of the U.S. military. Yeah. Yeah. And Which is kind of badass that he did that. It yeah. was, yeah. it's He finally found a cause that he believed in. He was no longer just a tool. Yeah. It was pretty sweet. And they, they, they kind of let you go because it's... Yeah. They, this game, it's always just like, oh, you can't do that. But they do it anyway. <laughs> and then like, we're going to support you. Yeah, exactly. It's so dumb because they tell him they're not going to do it. He tells them they're going to do it. And then they let him go. It's like, uh, no, I think you'd be arrested for that in real life. It's like, no, I really don't think we're gonna let you go help this terrorist organization i really don't think we're gonna let that happen and then your guys are like well i think it's gonna happen and then you'd get arrested that's what would happen right there for 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 treason essentially um but in this game they let you go because nobody cares the if it was the sassy the black lady commander she would have shut your ass down but it was the it was the old white lady and she let you go well he's cia <laughs> and she's cia right yeah, yeah. i think so yeah yeah, and that's so probably that's, they, they can yeah. operate outside of you know they, they, that's what they do. They I think he also said it, something yeah. about taking vacation or something. I can't remember what it was. Yeah. yeah. Um, so then we get some really cool backstory uh, of why Adir and his sister um, 
why Hadir and Farah hate just more just their past and why yeah they hate them and um, and basically in '99 um, they were basically orphaned during Barkov's invasion. So you know you you've got the, this is where the game gets brutal because you play as as the girl you yeah. play as Farah Farah as a girl and. Um, people are just getting gunned down and like the invasion is happening gas is coming out you're running through the streets like hiding and like stealthily moving along and you and your dad and your brother you get to this little house you get back to your house and it seems like you're gonna be okay and then this dude comes in and just guns your dad down and you and your brother are basically left to hide and run away from this guy and it's pretty a pretty fucking cool mission where you have to like use a screwdriver and like a kitchen knife kitchen yeah. knife and like all these random scissors i had the scissors i just kept going back for the kitchen knife because he just kept I ha- dropping i it. used this uh the screwdriver the whole time oh, nice i used the screwdriver and the scissors i didn't see the kitchen knife that actually sounds way i, easier. I didn't yeah i didn't it's see the, the kitchen knife anyway. or the scissors but so i never like, but i never hid i i just dead by daylight at it where i'd see him go <laughs> to one room and move around because i'm like if i hide i can't see where he's at and he's gonna check on her stuff to find me right yeah and so um I would walk around loosely. the kitchen. I'd grab the the uh, kitchen knife, and then I'd wait for him to turn the other way. I'd run up and stab him. He'd smack me, but I'd scurry <laughs> off in another direction and wait for him to drop the knife and scurry back and pick up the knife and stab <laughs> again. It, just so, it was so simple. So I easy. did that on the last one. I like juked him to go get my fucking screwdriver back, and then I juked him again to like get behind him, and then I was like... Nice. It was so easy, so simple. Yeah, it was harder on veteran, obviously. But well, does this? I mean, like, I never got shot once during the whole thing. Oh, then you would have been fine. Yeah, I was just impatient. But it's cool because you just slowly stab this guy, and then like you get him, and he starts choking the fucking life out of you because there's this little shit girl, right? And then your brother comes up, and like you guys are just fucking stabbing this poor bastard. Yeah, that totally deserves it, obviously. But and then you take his uh, AK from him, and somehow you're able to shoot just him. Yeah, because it's this little kid, and this is a big gun. Like this is oh, they yeah. have it's, fucking massive yeah. rounds. Like AK forty seven is no joke, man. And she just fucking plugs this guy like point blank. I mean, she just pulled. She kind of gets it like Adam pulls the trigger, and of course the recoil just sends it flying. Yeah, yeah. So it peppers him, and he dies. Right, and then you guys basically have to leave town, and like you're crawling through, and there's like dead kids crawling and shit. through the poppy fields. By the way, which yeah, is a nice touch. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and you got uh, gas masks on because it's fucking clouded out there. Yeah, yeah, they got that gas warfare going on. That's why she's so against that because she saw, you know, I mean, everyone's yeah, against it. Killed it killed everything. Like, it killed people, children, dogs, chickens, yeah, and like they, everything. They even, yeah. like, knew some of the kids that were dead, like, yeah. there, like along the path, which was, like, fucked up. And then yeah. you become to, like, another uh, one of my favorite parts of the game. Um, when you're like, oh, okay, if you know, we just run away, we're going to die, you know? So you, you and your brother get decided to steal a truck. Mike. Yeah. Like, I haven't been a kid for, you know, a long time. So like, would I have thought of that as a kid in that situation? Like to go steal a truck and to drive away somewhere and I don't know. But anyways, uh, you and your I brother. I don't know how old they're supposed to be. I know Hadir is supposed to be a little older, like 13 or something. But. And so your dad had given you both a couple cell phones. Um, so Hadir couldn't, you know, take out the guards because his coughing would have given, given away because he had, he had inhaled some of the gas. So he goes up to, to play bait um, where uh, he'll move to a spot and then you can call his phone and then the two cards will, will look in his direction. So you run up, grab a, a revolver that's laying out and then go hide back the poppy fields and then you wait for them to be distracted and you slowly like steady your gun and 
pop one of the guards and then pop the other one. Yeah, there's a trophy for killing both of them at the same time. So what yeah. I did is, yeah, I like... I didn't know. I would just like run up to the fucking table and I like climbed up on the table and I like crouched down a little and I had to pull the gun up. It's really hard to aim it actually. Yeah. And then I'd like wait for the one guy to move his head to where the other guy's shoulder was and I just blasted him. It took me like four tries though because I kept fucking up. I missed a few times. Yeah, it's it's, it's really hard to tough. Aim it. Yeah, um, and and then it's it's funny they make it like, yeah, this is probably the first time she's held a gun. Well, second time, but the first time was the AK. Yeah, and then she's sitting there. She pulls the hammer back, and then she shoots and stuff like that. And then if you ever go through the reloading animation, I did that just for fun. It's just like, oh, how do you? It's like you fumble a little bit at the, like the 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 release for the for the cylinder. She pops it open, but then it's just like it. It's all slow, but it's like. You know the ejector. You get all the rounds out, and then she pulls out like the, <laughs> like the, the fucking round. She does exactly what she's slips doing. It yeah. in, closes. I'm just like, yeah, okay, it's yeah, slower. Like, yeah, but you know what you're doing. Like it's like a someone with Parkinson's is doing it. That's been a shooter for their whole life. Like they got to take their time, or they're going to drop it. But they know exactly what's happening. I don't know. Yeah. It's a little funny <laughs> yeah. that animation. I mean, like, what are you going to do with that animation, right? Yeah, yeah. They probably didn't intend for you to reload at that point. But. No, I don't. Th- well, on veteran, if you don't kill both of them, you basically die because yeah. the other guy's going to kill you before you can do it so like i had to do that right um but yeah you kill him and then you're like all right sweet everyone hops in the truck and then you get captured yep and so like the whole idea you're like this is never gonna work and then you're like man it's working and then it just doesn't work and you're like fuck i knew it i knew it was a stupid plan but and then you spend the next 10 years in prison yeah labor camp labor camp that's what it was it says prison well it is a prison but oh but you are you are imprisoned but as you break out it's a labor camp there's um, yeah, I mean, fucking, it's, it's both. It's uh, a you know place where they they have the women making clothes. And well, stuff all like that. all labor camps are prisons, but not all prisons are labor camps, Greg. It's important. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you spend the next ten years, yeah, <laughs> there. But uh, we we'll get to that other half in another flashback. Yeah, yeah. So that was a cool part. I liked playing as the little kids. I thought that was really cool. Um, so once she was captive, she became kind of the commander of the rebel forces and they, she did a big breakout from the camp with the help of Price, actually, when he was younger. Um, uh, yeah, you fight through that whole sequence. You finally But you get to, more face-to-face with um, that Russian uh, Barakov. general dude, Barakov. Yeah, yeah. like, um, he's like, you, you have the whole interrogation scene. Um, he's basically a Nutter Butters. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, you go through a, uh, a torture scene with uh, being waterboarded. Um, you're holding back information from him. He uh, executes uh, one, one of, of your, your friends, friends slash resistance fighters. Um, but then eventually, uh, you're able to. He has to go. I think he was going to come kill you. He was choking you out in your prison cell. Um, and then something happens. I guess the base got attacked. Yeah. In yeah. the nick of time, which was probably Captain Price. It was. Yeah. Um, and so. Uh, you use that uh, uh, moment to break out. You finally break out, sneak out of the prison. You lead your uh, people out of jail, and mm-hmm. you advance your way um, out to go save Hadir and the the men who are working with the gas, like developing the gas. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then it kind of cuts back to present day um, after you get their backstory, which I thought was a cool little section, just seeing like what happened to them. Um, I enjoyed that. And then this is where you find the wolf's hidden base, and you don't take him this time. You you kill his ass. 
and um, but you are still looking for Hadir. So the bad guy has kind of changed around a little bit. Now Hadir is committed. Now Hadir is your bad guy. Well, just because he betrayed everyone, he's the one who stole the gas. So in, yeah, in he caused this. He honestly, is the yeah. one to go grab Nap now. Um, for whatever reason, for whatever good reason you might have for using it, which is you know it's a really gray thing. He's he's the guy who caused all of this. Basically. It's just like that's that's where the majority of the world draws the line. Like yeah. chemical attacks is not not yeah. worth the. Uh, There's a lot of people that signed the Geneva Convention, and that's one of the big things in it. Is yeah. You can't do that shit. Um, and uh, yeah, the, this is where the U.S. government basically says that Far's army is a foreign terrorist threat, like yeah. right to her face, basically. Yep. Uh, and your guys are like, no, I'm going to help. Um, so Alex, Tom Selleck stays and, uh, helps her out in, uh, Urzikstan. So after that, um, Price and, uh, you, you kind of head back to St. Petersburg and you find Nikolai, who I forgot about for a while, but he's yeah. actually really cool in the other games. Mm. Um, he's like a bitchin support guy. I think he dies eventually, which sucks in like three or something. Uh, but you meet up with him, and you guys manage to capture the butcher. So the guy who planned the thing at the very beginning, the Piccadilly yeah. attack and all that, like, yep. super bad dude. He's the new bad guy, basically, because now the wolf's dead. Yep, and then so you, that's when you use his wife and son to, like, fucking get the information from him because he won't talk on his own. Yeah, yeah. That's where the line is. You draw the line where you have to, you know, because... Yep. There's a lot of gray area and war and, and combat and stuff like that. And that's when they find out that Hidir is going to attack Barkov's house and kill his family and everything. So that that's what you head next. Yeah. Is the Barkov estates. Yeah, and then you find out that, you know, all these people are, you know, dead. And, like, Barkov's estate is actually under attack as well. Um, and his family is being interrogated to find to find yeah uh, like you go when you it's like a stealth mission and you go in there and um some of the dudes that you like talk to you find out are like actually barkov's like cousins and shit like it's their their family their whole family lives on this like huge place uh and then you're like oh shit like he's he's attacking like the russians now yeah yeah uh and so like it's this huge huge fight and this is a cool mission too that's the one i can't get the fucking trophy for though it's a pain in the ass um and you basically find out the location of the gas uh factory and then this is kind of the last section of the game the last two missions and you storm the factory killing a bunch of dudes um getting your way up there as alex and then you get into the factory and you set c4 because you're going to blow this thing up you're going to stop it from producing gas obviously and then you find out the C four doesn't have like the, no, the, no, the detonators uh, are fucked up. No, it's the uh, the juggernaut boss that you fight in there, the fucking bullshit one that takes forever to die. Yeah, uh-huh. he like before he dies, he like steps on the detonator and it fucks up, so it won't trigger. Oh, okay. okay. So somebody has to like shoot it basically to to like make it go off. Yeah. So, so this is Tom Selleck's sacrifice story. Yeah. So he basically yeah. stays behind to like make sure that the gas gets fucking destroyed. Yeah. yeah. And so that the whole scene where he wants um Farah Karim to command him to go do it. Yeah, cuz he's basically lived his whole life as a soldier. He doesn't have any ties to this. Right. To the, and so now he finally has something he believes in. Now he so at that moment in his head he's he was no longer CIA. He was a freedom fighter for this resistance. Yeah, yeah. And he saw 
um, far as his commander, basically. Yeah, and, and he's, he's like, you need to go on. You need to keep leading. You are, you know, the resistance. You're you the leader. Here. I'm just a soldier. Um, so here. tell me to go do it. And uh, so he's begging her, hey, you know, tell me to go do this. I know it's going to kill me, but this is something I need to do. This is something I believe in. Yeah, and she has to go kill Barkov, so she yeah. agrees. Yep. And he stays behind and blows himself to pieces, and the chemical plant's blown up. And then we get a pretty sweet. I don't really understand how it happened, but. Sweet little scene where, uh, you know, Barkov's above and he's like pissed off and like. Well, there's like you a know. couple other parts of that where like you're with Gaz, you start playing as Gaz right after at the part with Alex. Yeah. And you get to the, you get to Barkov bef- like, and then he gets in the plane just as oh, like yeah, Barra yeah. arrives and she jumps onto it like while everybody's fighting. Yeah, and then like you get the the final scene where she just rolls out of the fucking. The, yeah, of course she has to use a knife. It has to be that much more personal. Yeah, and that's know. that's like the modern warfare trope, man. It's like yeah. the the modern warfare two thing where you pull the knife out of your chest and you. No, like, that's when you insert it. the the jo- the Joker from Dark Knight Rises. And like, Why use a knife? And you know, type of thing. And it's it's a much more <laughs> personal personal thing to go stab someone. That's right. Much more like. Like emotional, like to have you get that, to watch uh, him die from yeah. up close. Yeah, so you sneak up on him and you just knife the shit out of him and uh, roll have his a moment body of dialogue off. with him. But then yeah, you kick his yeah. Body off. There's some good dialogue, and then you know the game's pretty much over. And uh, then, but the one thing I thought was super funny was that this was Barkov's helicopter, but for some reason Nikolai was the one piloting it. It's like how did like, did Nikolai like <laughs> run up there to the helicopter pad and like kill yeah, the pilot? That's, that's what he did. Oh, okay. like he drops you off and then he's like. Going and it just to felt his like part. very A team at that point. Yeah, where it's so ridiculous. It was like at every point, uh, Nikolai or Barkov was fucked because his 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 soldiers. He was all alone. He didn't have any of his soldiers with him. He expected Price to like put a cigar in his mouth and say, "I love it when a plan comes together." Yeah. <laughs> He might as well. That's actually true. Yeah, yeah. what the fuck was that? Yeah. There's no way he gets out of that. Like, exactly. no way. He's he's gone. He's done for. He it just was, jumped on the... Re- literally just to, have, just to give her that personal moment to kill him. It was totally safe for her at that point. Yeah, that's true. That's yeah. so dumb. Yeah. It's, it's kind of funny, though, because he just jumped on the ke- helicopter, assuming it was his. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he probably didn't even look at the guy piloting it. Right. No. And then he's like, oh, it. really? Yeah, fuck. but it was fucking Nikolai piloting it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the I price thought that maybe Far was going to go in there and then like finish off the pilot and land it. I, that's what I thought, but no, it's fucking Nikolai. Yeah, I was at first. I was like, "How the fuck did she get on the plane or the helicopter?" And then I was like, "Oh yeah, she did kind of go over there." And I was like, "What is this?" And then yeah, Price should have just walked up. Like somehow he's on it too. And then he says, "The I love it when a plan comes together with a big cigar." <laughs> he, he was hiding underneath the other bench. Yeah, he rolls out after it's all done. He's, said in, the, and done. he's in the co-pilot seat. Yeah, <laughs> and then your guy, the guy that sacrificed himself, is there too. Like everyone yeah. is just fucking. It's like stupid. They're all alive, even though he just blew up like insanely. It, it like oceans elevens, and then it's like <laughs> yeah. it, uh, the Alex guy actually had a body double who was a Russian, and it's like <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know that super emotional moment we saved, right? Yeah, it ruined. Uh, so after that, Barkov's dead and disowned by Russia. Russia basically has nothing to do with them. So like we were saying earlier, they're operating outside of the government's I mean, thing. yeah, that's. I, I guess it is Russia knew about it and wanted to do it, but uh, they had enough you know, disconnect <laughs> that you know, if, it could be blamed on Barkov entirely and none of it would spill over to the Russians. Yeah, yeah. I feel like they probably do that in real life, too. Well, yeah, I could see that. I mean, yeah. of course. I mean, that's how any type it's of like, black well, operation is done. It's, yeah. it's plausible not deniability. And 
so there are parts of the game where they send your team out and they're like, oh, only use, you know, guns sourced from the country when they went to Russia and stuff like that. So if they were caught, it wasn't American operatives working in Russia. It was yeah. like these, oh, we, you know, these guys. You know? Exactly. That's the yeah. same reason why the Russians in the beginning and were that like. Is 100% what happens yeah, in the world today. The Russians in the beginning, that's why they were shitting their pants. They're like, oh, these are Americans. Like, oh, shit. We didn't, we didn't know that. This is going to be a problem. So it all kind of comes back to that. So Price meets up with the the uh, your main girl, the Laswell is her name, the commander. Yeah, basically the I don't know what her. She's that fucking some sort of head CIA probably. Yeah, she's like their yeah, handler. I think she is. Yeah, and they discuss the creation of Task Force. No, but 1-4. this but but this oh, this little scene though is after the credits. Oh yeah, and before that they gave they give uh, Hadir over to the Russians. Yeah, yep. so they they give Hadir over. Um, yes, yeah, so they could. They probably wouldn't kill him. They'd just keep him in prison the rest of his life. Yeah. And torture him. Yeah. But, uh, super sad, but, you know. Anyways, then you have all the credits well, rolled and stuff like that. Hadir over after the, the Russian estate thing. Yeah. 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 So that was before all that. Um, but then credits roll, and then they have the little after credits scene. Where he's like having walk. tea with the, with old Laswell. Yeah, he looks too skinny, too. He needs to put on some, some And then she's like, some I, meat. He's like, I want to make a team. Spec ops people or people like that who go through ranger school and do all sorts of stuff. They're generally not super strong built up people just because it's yeah strength is good in fighting but being able to run long distances for a long time and be lighter is more important for that type of thing yeah that's why he's a skin and bones kind of guy that's fair it's being lighter that's why you gotta have the chops to put on the illusion of power being lighter and fast is (laughs) much more uh appreciative to that type of thing and this is the only time this is so cool the very end of the game he, he says, oh, they got a new task for you. And he's like, oh, I want to put together a team, right? And that's when he gets the cigar. This is like the and he total, has a fucking this cigar, is the fucking, oh, This is the fucking v- uh, Avengers initiative. Dude, that's what I thought, it's too. Exactly like, what it I was is. like, oh, my God, he's talking it, about he, the he, Avengers. He's, he's, he's Nick Fury with his fucking folder of heroes he's putting together yeah. to create the Avengers. No, this is fucking... Yeah. No, dude, it's like almost scene, like, like the scene per scene. It's just like, this is fucking Captain Price putting together his yeah, uh, one for like, one He's like, yeah. yep, I want Gaz, I want John Soap McTavish, and then fucking Ghost. Yeah, and I was like, that was so cool, dude. Yeah. I was like, I mean, oh, I, no I enjoyed it. I mean, I, it's like 100% <laughs> the Avengers Initiative, like, they're like, making fun of, but uh, I don't know. It worked for me. Like, it's just, they're playing uh, on the it. nostalgia. Well, right see, there. the whole time we think it's a remake, right? I mm-hmm. thought it was a remake. And then, like, yeah. that happens, and I was like, oh, fuck, it's a prequel reboot no, I still, thing. I, I, think, I still think it's not uh, just a prequel. I still think they're going to remake everything else because I think they set right. it up for the next game um it's a where, prequel where, where, what's that uh what was that dude called the dude who rolls in and takes over basically the russian guy no the dude in the other modern warfare games red beret um he was the dude who assassinated the one leader of the country on tv where you um where you're taken in a in a car to be assassinated and it's oh fuck what's his name i know you're talking about it's the guy that makarov or you kill in the first one and then makarov yes. takes over yeah the i can't remember his name i didn't play that game that's why i don't remember his name but but they set they set that up it's yeah basically it was a setup yeah. for that that's the guy who you're going after and it's really cool i was like oh man that's such a bitching way to do this game and then it just ends and now we're waiting it's like nice uh, what what when did uh, the first Modern Warfare was? What, when was that supposed to take place? Because I know the the third one is like, it's the year for that one is like twenty twenty four or some shit. 
for Modern Warfare 3. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, so it's setting it up almost perfectly with the timing, then. If, if the timing of the next one is, like, 2020, and then it just keeps going, then, yeah, it would just be a prequel. Maybe they did that all on purpose. That's pretty cool. Pretty cool uh, thing. So the dude, Yasir Al-Fulani, is the dude who got uh, executed. But Zakev... Ermin Zakev, the leader of the Russian ultra-nationalist party. Then Khaled al-Assad, the commander of the revolutionary forces. So, yeah, so that was Khaled al-Assad um, that you see uh, an introduction for in the at the end of the game. Nice. Yeah. All right. And so then the reference uh, back to that uh, all-gillied-up mission uh, that took place in uh, Chernobyl, Pripyat. He made a reference back to that. Because in the first uh, Modern Warfare game, you that, that level all gillied up is like a, a, a flashback to when you had that sniper mission where you're supposed to snipe the one dude, you know, transferring the nuclear stuff. Yeah. And then you try to get that shot, but you ended up just blowing off his arm or something like that instead of actually killing him, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, and that's the guy, yeah. And so he just makes a reference uh, back to that mission as well that happens in the first Modern Warfare game back in 2007. Um, but he talks about, you know, being there in Pripyat. Yeah. Cool it's... flashbacks. And, yep, I feel like they're going to redo that part of the story too. Hopefully they do. Yeah, it's pretty – I liked it. Putting the team together, putting together the Avengers. That's right. All right, so what do you guys give the story then? So we went over it um, pretty well and – I want to know what you guys what you guys think. Great uh, story. Uh, I really liked it. Fucking quit stepping on my cord. Um, uh, the story was pretty cool. I did enjoy the the backstory that they gave for both Farah and Hadir. To see, kind of like what where they kind of diverged because he was already a little different in the opinion, like when he was a kid about like how they would do it, um, and. Uh, yeah, I, I really liked how it's set up. Um, Captain Price is fucking cool. Everybody else is fucking cool, but not as cool as Captain Price. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I really liked it. I'll give it like a, a nine. All right. Nine I feel like um, the story was good. It's definitely something that pulled you in. There was some parts that I don't know if I was not paying in close enough attention but some of the stuff seemed kind of muddled again i'm going to bring up the part where it's like oh you can't do that well we'll do it anyway well fuck it here's some support yeah, yeah. um Wait for which certain, part um several parts actually um well, just, they, they don't give them support that's like the fucking point well we talk about they don't give them support there's that whole mission where um you know this is after they've all been well, uh, after Alex leaves, yeah. uh, she's like, yeah, we can't support you in anything you're going to do. And he's like, I don't fucking need you to. And then Price leaves, goes, gets Nikolai, and fucking takes gas, and they But then go at the end, shit. when they, they don't get right, any help. That, that part's I understand. But the part I'm, I'm laughing at is that, that Alex has been part of, he's now basically a terrorist, um, but they all go assault the uh, the actual you know, new gas production facility mm-hmm. and they have fucking uh, a Bradley there. They have fucking predator drones and stuff. You're still doing the whole thing. Yeah. Well, that one was supported. Oh yes, obviously it was. Yeah. But well, she you said were they, playing as Alex too. Yeah. And then, and then all was there. Yeah, Far yeah, was were. there. You, and then 
that's a terrorist. They said you weren't going to support him, but they support him anyway. And you defected, basically, and you're calling in predator strikes <laughs> in the fucking air. Like, it's a little weird, you know? I it's know, a little no. Maybe I missed some stuff. I had well, some parts of the story had, like they that. Had some, they had some weapons of their own, because there's another part where he plays Alex, and he, like, uses drones and shit, too. That part actually was I can't, one of my favorite missions. Like, the fucking propane tank mortars. Yeah. Awesome. Fucking loved it. And the and little the RC planes. Yeah, that was fucking sweet. The RC plane. They couldn't stop yeah. them. They're powerless. Try to shoot it down. It's like, doesn't matter. I'm coming. <laughs> yeah. Just fucking, fucking blow up all I the love that. The, the fucking RC plane armada as they're coming in. Yeah. It's like, Ring. Uh, <laughs> we brought an Air Force <laughs> of our own. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love that mission. Um, yeah, that was pretty sweet. The story, yeah, it, again, um, it's very relevant to our time. Um, bombings and then shootings that happened and um, it was weirdly more emotional than any fucking cod has been yeah yeah especially it, that last part with Alex yeah I mean that's just better story writing is what it is this yeah. is they're trying to bring back engaging uh, single player stories for these games um, I'm gonna give it I'm gonna give it an 8 for story um i agree with cameron i'm gonna give it an eight too it's not a perfect story but it did have some cool stuff uh i really liked the the gray areas that the story dealt with i mean that's um, the whole point that's where the meat is it's the gray area yeah it's where do you draw your line exactly and i think this game is really it's it's not only pertinent to our current political climate it's it's also brings to light our current like just the way our culture re- re- looks at these kind of situations we tend to look at things black and white and this game looks at it in a very gray way and i think it's really refreshing yeah um, for it and i think i've always been impressed with the modern warfare stories especially and of course black ops was great but yeah black ops 2 and like beyond it kind of got a little stupid yeah. in my opinion but yeah. the modern warfares they've all been very solid and this one is no no change to that um infinity ward does a great job of doing uh doing great characters the characters are pretty good um i didn't have as much of an emotional connection with alex but i think captain price's character was excellent in this game with alex it was like he had a lot of connection with farah and i think that's why that last part was more an emotional part yeah and the whole game he basically talks about how he doesn't have a purpose in life like he's just a soldier basically yeah the entire time he gets to know farah because like that's basically like his whole, all of his missions have to deal with like him and her doing. Yeah, stuff. it's him finally doing something that he feels is right, and he becomes a freedom fighter. In that yeah, moment. yeah, and then he dies for it. Um, I mean, that's what freedom fighters do. That's right. <laughs> uh, it was pretty cool. I, I liked it though. Um, I liked the the new changes that they did. Like the price guy, I thought he was he did a really good job. Uh, the voice actor. Mm-hmm. Um, oh yeah, and I think it's a pretty damn good story. It's really short, but it's really quite good i would say it's pretty mm-hmm. impressive for yep. a shooter most shooters they don't really have much in the way of story call of duty's always been kind of one of those outliers that actually kind of does and halo of course but. i mean so we see a couple eras of call of duty that you know like the early call of duty they had decent amount of story yeah but it's it, like, it wasn't until it's world, like war world at war that you're starting to get like an intriguing kind of like yeah it doesn't just story. deal with like the fact that war. this fight happened it's like this is people are getting like fucked up mentally because of this and then when modern warfare came out and then modern warfare 2 like yeah the story was great but then 
by the time you know Black Ops Three came out, yeah. Modern Warfare Three <laughs> yeah. struggled just a little bit, and then we start getting to like this. You know, no, no, we have Kevin Spacey in our game, and then we have Kit Harrington, Kit Harrington in our game, and it's just like yeah. really started losing the meat of the story, the stuff that made really made it like super engaging. Yeah, and admittedly, you're mostly there for the multiplayer, but yeah. the stories have always been good. Yeah, like, and so now we're having this reboot where it's just the right amount of controversial to make people happy and mad at the same time yeah um and then just uh, a more engaging story yeah yeah i enjoyed it um pretty well so part of it i feel like when you're trying to make an engaging story again trying to gay you know make it more relatable to our time um those stories you know too much future stuff going on yeah it's it's, it's not as engaging it's disconnecting right you're not connected to it on a personal level like you are in this that's why that's why they made so many World War II ones and so many modern day ones with the modern warfare is because that actually works and they kind of drifted it's from not that. Impossible to make an engaging story. Um, yeah, with a futuristic plot or yeah. just a, like fanciful stuff too. Yeah, like it's not, it doesn't have to always be one hundred percent relevant. But that's what they these games have always been good at is making a relevant statement to what's going on. Yeah, um, I agree. So the most important part of any shooter. Well, other than graphics, honestly, because like the graphics are what age shooters, and that's why shooters' replayability is usually lower um, over the yes years. And no. But yeah, yes and no is for definitely for sure because uh, um, people have been playing fucking uh, Counter Strike Counter Strike for forever. Yeah, it's just really fun. And speaking of fun gameplay, um, what do you guys think of this? The game's gameplay. We've all played a decent amount online, so yep. we have a pretty well-rounded. And uh, Caleb and I, so at the end of the story, um, it tells you the story continues in um, the uh, Spec oh, Ops missions. suckers. Did you play those? Yeah. Fuck yeah. you guys. We I played had... a couple of them. Oh, just say, okay. Yeah. How many people can you have? Four. Four. Oh, shit. We can play together? Yes, yeah, we can. Man. They're fucking oh, hard. Yeah. They're not, they're not as easy. But the second level, like the first time we played it, Man, it got so fucking hard and pointless. Oh yeah, dude. It got to the point where we fucking like couldn't get XP anymore. And so we the third time we played it, yeah, we were there for so long there's no XP. And then when we finally started getting things moving or about done, it fucking kicked us out. I think we were on that game for so long the server timed out, basically. Oh, geez. <laughs> yeah. It kicked us all out. Um we spent so long on there, but then by that time we knew exactly what to do. At least Craig and I, and uh, we fucking just went through. We finished it so that mission in like what four minutes, and we got through it so fast the third time we did it. <laughs> See, that reminds me of uh, Modern Warfare 2's Platinum. It, you had to get like it was actually, you know, you had the intel, and I'm glad they didn't do intel or anything like that in this game. I'm kind of tired of collectibles, you know. It's yeah, like, it's just kind of annoying. Because then you have to, you almost have to look up a guide for that, and it's like, eh, you know, I'd rather not. I'd rather just experience the game. Uh, Modern Warfare Two had those extra missions that were bastardly hard. You had to get like three stars oh, on remember. all of them, and that's part of the platinum. And these spec op missions, like, I haven't played them yet, but like I saw them, and I was like, oh man, that brought me back in the day of like the great they times are of doing that. Different. It's 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 like a I mix between it, they have, mix they between have classic that spec ops missions yeah. but the the storied ones that me and cam cam played they're like way different yeah. nice nice i'm excited to get into we, those we turned this kind of like we phases. turned one of those missions into like basically the fucking horde mode from gears <laughs> yeah. there, there is ridiculous. a survivor like survival mode and like that's essentially what we 
were playing because of our stupidity. Yeah, nice. we were we didn't know exactly what to do, and the other people weren't helping. But then it got to a point where they're sending so many enemies at us that there was no time to go do anything yeah. else. It was the game's like fuck you guys for being here too long. I'm gonna try to kill you, but <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck it. But third time's the charm, right? Yeah. Uh, so the gameplay single player, um, it's pretty good. You get a nice. You get to play around with a bunch of different weapons, which honestly, single player campaigns and shooters That's mostly. What they do, yeah. yeah, they 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 show you a bunch of different weapons. They show you like a bunch of different kill streak stuff. Yeah, um, there's no juggernaut moment uh, other than the one you fight. Yeah, yeah. Um, there uh, is that moment when you get to go when you're at the uh, the end near the end at the the gas facility when you switch over back to uh, Gaz. I can't remember his actual name. Um, where you could pick, you, you could pick up a, a minigun at that point, and it's, you're not a juggernaut, but dude, that minigun just yeah, a little tap is all you need. Yeah, and then they're dead. Loved it. Yeah, Good uh, stuff. The, it basically just showcases the multiplayer aspects of the game. That's kind of the whole point of the single player campaigns. Um, but when they do it with a good story, it stands out, and that's why these games are better than a lot of the others. I mean, there's weapons that I'll use in the uh, story mode that I'll never use in multiplayer. Yeah, that's true, because it's just not feasible. There's a, there's a different uh, fit calling for them, basically. Yeah, well, like you don't for, have people for the spec op- Well, the, the Spec Ops way. missions that Cam Cam and I did, we pulled out the fucking light machine Dude, guns. Dude, fucking Spec Ops? Like, I... I Never really ever use um, light machine guns in multiplayer. I'm trying to use one of them because you can build it in a certain way that's really cool. Um, but dude, you fucking need them in the spec yeah, op missions. You need the pure you, ammo. just the amount of just, ammo you can bring. Just throwing rounds down, especially when they start throwing yeah. helicopters at you because you could spam fire helicopters and take them down pretty quick with the LMGs. Um, and just like, dude, yeah. dude, in the one mission where it took us forever, we had like five juggernauts and like two or three helicopters and they were like near each other. It takes more ammunition to kill a juggernaut than it does a helicopter. helicopter. Yeah. Like twice as much. And it's disgusting. Jesus. <laughs> and they can kill you just as fast. Um, and then one cool thing about spec ops, it levels up your weapons just like it would for one. Oh, type really? Player. Cool. Yeah. And oh, so you, cool. it, it also yeah. levels you up a lot. And so if, if, so if you, uh, twice in one well, we game. were also doing double XP, but yeah, it, it combines you your it's your online level. Yep. Oh, and so if you ever have a weapon you want to level up to get to a certain area, but you don't want uh, your actual stats um, for online to, to be drop. affected, oh, go do, what you do some some, some fucking spec ops or survivor or uh, the classic spec. Like ops. every time we did it, even if we lost, we leveled up at least two times. Yeah. Nice. That's really cool. I didn't yeah. know they did that. That's a yeah. that's a really I, well, I cool didn't either idea. until I was like, hey, every, hey Craig, every since we're doing this game tomorrow, like, let's go play some Spec Ops so we actually know that part of the game. Yeah, every kill gives you like 20 XP, and then depending on what it is, it gives you more. Like if it's a Juggernaut, you get like uh, 100, and then same with like a helicopter. Nice, yeah. So, I mean, it's classic COD in a lot of ways, yeah. other than those changes. Uh, you have your levels, Gameplay. and you unlock... Oh, man, uh, talk about going back in the right direction. Yeah, it's a little bit... It's a teeny, teeny bit slowed down, but... I don't think that's really the case anymore. I think it's actually pretty fast. Yeah, it's if, I mean time to kill wise super fast. Yeah, um, but they you know all the fanciful like they're trying to be Titanfall stuff that happened you know after the Modern yeah, Warfare no series. Double jumping while running or anything like that yeah. anymore. Um, it's definitely a callback to some of the earlier mechanics um, with some differences to it. But I feel like the gameplay really works for me. Yeah. Um, I like the I like the implementation of weapon levels. Um, one thing Modern Warfare Two did is 
you had to do kills with certain things to unlock other things. Yes. Like, you'd have to do, that's, like, that's all hip right. fire. You'd have to do, like, aim down sight. You'd have to do headshots to unlock certain attachments. They still have that. They still but have that. But it's for skins. skins. Yeah. yeah. Noob tubes you had to do because you had to do the noob tube and in Modern so, Warfare 2. And uh, so, for me, I unlocked the gold skin for the MP5, and that was, like, my main thing I was going for. But once I did that, I realized now, after you unlock the gold skin, there is the fucking... Diamond skin or whatever. There, there, there's two skin levels above gold and it's like to get the next level you have to unlock the gold skin for every weapon in that category and then the next level after that is like you have to unlock the previous skin uh for every weapon in every category or something like that yeah and so i'm like fuck this i got the gold and that's where i'm gonna what about the four skin like what if you had a skin (laughs) on your gun that like when you weren't shooting it, it like just it like covered the gun, I'm and then sorry, like when you started you shooting it, the pulled force it back. skin you can't get it back. Oh shit! You cannot. Once you so if you have to keep that four skin, or else you'll never have that skin again. What if you you have? I a mean, f- you could consider that oil can suppressor that. Yeah, skin. yeah. <laughs> it's like going over your gun. What if you? Yeah. What if you had four skin on the gun, so like it had Jesus. like a, a, a sheath. And then you only kept it if you never died while holding that gun. Well, technically, the gun the does have a sheath skin. as there's a holster. Yeah, yeah. But it's like on the gun. You have to carry the holster around like retardedly. And if you don't die ever, you get to keep it. That's yeah. the ultimate skin. The I never die holding this gun skin. Um, you got to switch to your secondary before you die. Keep the foreskin. <laughs> I never got the gold skin. I've got a lot of them for the P90. Uh, that's my gun on multiplayer. Yeah, I love it. MP5 is mine, dude. Dude, it's so good. I've heard that one's really good. I, I love it. I, need I, to. I can't. It's like it's. I do so well with that when I try to play another weapon and get used to it. I, I can't. I, it makes my score fall a little bit just because I have it down to the amount of bullets. How long I need to hold the trigger for to know I'm going to kill someone. Nice. It's just so ingrained now. And the way the kill streaks are now, you don't take more damage like you used to i mean you can if you heal up which you can do but it you usually and then when you uh play realism mode which is my favorite mode by the way eh, you just like with one mag you just you just pick up so many kills yeah so i i like the weapon level system i think it's cool the skins are cool they're just optional stuff my favorite uh weapon system was actually um in the like Black Ops, Black Ops 2. Oh, yeah. Where um, there was an in-game currency, and you could use yeah. the in-game currency to purchase the weapon parts. I fucking love That, Black Ops. in my opinion, by far is the best way to do it. And that's the by best way far. to do optional missions for a multiplayer game as well. That is yeah. the best. Because you would take contracts for <sighs> kills and certain games. things. I had that. By the way, gun games. I know. I gun game got added to I had Modern Warfare. Millions of XP from that. Like I'll, I did that every single time, and I was so good at Black Ops that I could just pull any weapon out and get the challenges done. And it was right. so fucking perfect. Maybe keep the yeah. And so maybe make it a way to still make it to where earning the money is challenging. Um, but and maybe certain currency for being able guns to fucking no, I don't know about that. buy the parts that you want to use. Yeah. And I mean, in this game, yeah, if you don't like a certain gun, um, then you don't use it. But in this game, you use a gun, you slowly un- level it up, unlock parts for it, which is fine in my opinion. But being able to purchase the parts that you want for a gun, 
Perfect. That was yeah. Black Ops is yeah. the best Call of Duty for a reason. Yeah, yeah. And it's because of almost everything in it, actually. Yeah, <laughs> because of everything in yeah. it. Yeah, uh, this one's not nearly as pristine as that. Yeah, but it's bringing back fun. more options for as as far as party game goes, instead of just limiting you to two different types that rotate every so often. Yeah, but being able to have a whole different party game section, and then being able to have have you know experience from that might not count overall but being able to make an in-game currency that could then affect the rest of your game from it that's the way to go and and see black ops had the best game modes too the only one that i didn't don't think is a classic is sticks and stones i still enjoyed that though yeah it's still fun but like one in the chamber so intense so crazy so much fun need one in chamber back gun games gun game was the greatest thing the one ever. the chamber still my favorite i think you'll like gun game again yeah gun game i fucking love just there's something about like killing somebody and then pulling that second gun out and then killing the next guy that you see and then pulling that third gun it's just so fucking cool yeah. and the timing sometimes can you, be so you perfect do get uh weapon xp for that too i know you get weapon xp for everything in yeah. this game no matter what game mode it is if you pick up someone else's gun if you don't have that gun unlocked it you still yeah. get xp for it that's it, which super, is great which is great yeah, yeah. that's a, it's cool a great way to, way to, to get a taste of what a different gun is like yeah yeah um but for me i'd give gameplay i don't know i'd give gameplay a solid eight yeah um i'm gonna echo the eight because the single player your teammates are still cod tards. For uh, me, yeah, single player, yeah. They're fucking idiots. Enemy, they let the people enemy run past AI them. is st- the teammate and enemy AI is still stupid. Yeah, it's just and not there. for me. It's almost unforgivable in this day and age of you know live service games to have a bug, the known bug in your game for so long. Yeah, I just uh, I mean. <laughs> I know it it's is minor. in the multiplayer. I mean, it's in the single player, which only a third of the players played. So yeah, um, it's probably further than most people got. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I just, I just think the 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 AI is still not that great. Um, and yeah, on veteran, I mean, and yeah, it's always been bad. On, AI, on yeah, veteran, yeah. you can see it for sure because people will be like aiming down sight and they'll let people run past them, and then those people kill me. Yeah, and I'm like, what the fuck Your is my teammate doing? Don't protect you. Yeah, and the game knows that you need to die, so their buddies come back. So the game gets you, but the game doesn't. I get don't itself. understand it's if like, I want to be immersive. Like it's like during the certain scenes, like doing the house clearing stuff. I know most of it's scripted. They're just going through their pre-selected paths, yeah. and so. But it, that feeling, though, is so cool. Being a part of a team going room to room, yeah. house clearing, and there's a reason why that's a very liked level, one of the mo- people's favorite levels, is because of how clean it felt. But if only you could have your AI make it feel like you're part of a polished, you know, special forces team all of the time. Yeah, where yeah. like you're trying to compete with AI of you know who's doing a better right. You're all pulling your weight. No, you just have a line of stupid AI who pop their head out every so often, and but it's up to you to kill mostly everybody. Yeah, yeah, it's super unrealistic. No one's playing their roles. No one's keeping. No one's you know watching your back. Yeah, I don't know. It's dumb. Uh, I think my favorite level, the house clearing one's really good, but I really like the sniping. That level one level here. where the- you uh, get to the hospital, um, that you, where the wolf is, you know where you first capture them and there's mm-hmm. parts where you have to smoke down the hallway because they have uh, an RPD location where, you know, if you go out, you're going to die. Like gated off, yeah. And then, you know, if you run out of smoke, you know, there you could usually get smoke from your teammates, right? So I'm sitting there, I'm like, shit, I might, I might need some more smoke. And then uh, you did the, I did the thing to like locate where it most, some more might be and I hear like a little voice off the distance. 
I'm like, huh, whatever. And then like had like the marker, hey, smoke is this way. So I go run over there and it's the stupid fucking dude AI. He's like, hey, got some smoke if you need it. And he's sitting there fucking running in place against the fucking car. <laughs> and I'm just like, oh my God, this yeah. is so fucking stupid. Yeah. Grab smoke from him and just leave him there running in place it's forever like, you're doing great you're doing good work back here pal yeah there's some stupid ai and there always has been in these games yeah and it, it, honestly it keeps them from being great it, they're they're still pretty damn good i just want like, to have ai make it feel like you're part of a, of yeah. a team yeah it doesn't make like, any sense because yeah you have a team you have team cohesion yeah. but there isn't any when it comes time to actually fight I kind of like the my favorite mission was the one like the second to last one where you're going through sneaking through the whole Barkarov estate you know yeah. at night you know um, partially because you're the only one there yeah yeah it's <laughs> nice because it's like well it's been this way the whole time <laughs> it's, now it's time, actually it's this been way. this way the whole time <laughs> and but. every time like you feel like you're part of a unit and they fucking send you like a Bradley you know or APC right they fucking send you like a you know a, 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 a light armored vehicle and stuff like that and you're like moving forward but every time they send you an armored vehicle you know at one point that's going to get shot down it's going to get it's taken like, from you it's yeah. like uh, 100% of the time infantry in, in COD games are more effective than armor yeah yep. yeah. it's a it's a trope that they have it's, tanks always going to die no matter what happens tanks it can't die. just be like okay the tanks needed somewhere else to make this part harder or you're going inside so it's going somewhere else like the tank has to die it's like why drive these things you guys die every time yeah every single time you go out you never come home right. <laughs> uh, I'd give it an 8 as well uh, I really like the the gameplay some of the missions are fucking fun um, online it's pretty cool I do like that they have the uh, they let you do different at styles first we were kind of mad at the, stuff. At, at the difficulty of the spec ops we realized it was just punishing us uh, for being stupid well yeah it's because it doesn't explain what you're trying to do i mean like, kind of you just have to all. listen and then when you're at a party uh, the party's louder than yeah. the game and those are going over stuff yeah i had to mute people for a while doing the story it's like, um and then you know, i think we just kind of missed what we were supposed to do at one point, and then we finally figured out what we were supposed to do, but by then, too late, the game was like, you guys need to die. Yeah, we figured it out on our own, because the other two guys were just like holing up in a room, being assholes. I think so. you would like it, that at least that game mode, and since Craig and I know what to do, you won't have... Uh, on, on one mission, anyway. And it was so funny how long it took, and how often we'd go down, and we were all out of ammo, just scrounging ammo from the guys we were killing, and then when we finally realize what to do and just breezing through, I'm like, dude, this is so much fucking easier when you play the fucking game. Yeah. Dude, it's disgusting. Nice. I look forward to playing that. Yeah. Uh, so next category, graphics and design. Graphics um, were great during cutscenes. Yeah. Uncanny uh, Valley a couple times, I'd yeah, say. With the I, with the two chicks, especially, when they uh, were talking back and forth. Maybe. I don't, maybe I didn't get too much of that. No. But Captain Price's face, that's that was Captain, a work of love. Captain, that was, that was <laughs> yeah, a master. Dude, I thought the same thing. A I was master like, painter designer. I was like, holy fuck. Fuck! Like whenever I saw like a close up of his face, and then they did like some of the mu- like the muscle muscle twitches, like when you like when he'd smile for a second, and, he whatever, this, and then he like it would move of, like, each individual fucking hair in his beard and yeah. mustache. I was like, that was like a fucking work of art. Fuck! And he, and they, they, that that ex- like you know how people have their own expressions that they will do, and they, and like Captain Price had his had that that expression where he'd like kind of tilt his face down, but he's still looking up at you kind of way, but has like a little smile on his face, kind of made him look almost like a Muppet, but like, you know, like a human way, like, you know, sometimes we have these expressions that make us look stupid a yeah. little bit, but it, that very human character to him, it was like a serious, 
you know, like almost kind of half smile, but I don't know. It was great. Just like everything they did with him, no Uncanny Valley. They just did a really good job with Captain Price, in, which is yeah, he's good because he is everyone's favorite character. Yeah, he's well, put as much love in other characters. Um, they just look like standard. Um, you know, put a lot CGI. of work into Alex's mustache. Yeah. yeah, Alex is another one they put a little more love in. Um, Farah, they did a little bit too during the cutscenes. Um, Hadir is just kind of cash. Had Hadir, yeah, they did He's got somewhat. a great sniper though. Um, especially later Hadir in the game, they didn't put as much love. Barkrov, they didn't put as much attention to. Yeah, uh, as far as design, yeah, you can like it's like. I just almost want to put side by side of different close-ups of these different characters and just above and beyond how they went on Captain Price. Yeah, and they did a lot of work. Like, they spent so much more money animating Captain Price than they did any, like, any other character. I mean, yeah. the whole Modern Warfare series is kind of about him, if you think about it. Like, the way you never ends, really play as him, but you always watch you, him. You only play as him after everyone else is dead. Yeah. Because then in 3, you go... You remember... Do you guys play 3, right? Yeah. yeah. That fucking final mission is so fucking badass and three dude it redeems all of three's like yeah this game's okay because everyone dies and then you go in as a juggernaut with the lmg and you just kill everybody the three characters sweet really the three characters you might argue for but in my opinion it's these three characters who really drive the story of the game the emotional aspect of it is captain price first Farah second alex third yeah, and then somewhat of the Gaz character, he yeah, kind of has some, but not to the extent. Captain Price is there. That's why they put so much money into him. He is the one who drove part of the mo- like most of the emotional story part of the game. Yeah, so I, they did great. Uh, I love his character design. I totally agree. He's he looks great. Um, I mean, Uncanny Valley is when you it seems real. That's what I. That's what Uncanny Canny Valley is when it seems real, but off at the same time yeah it's so it's so real that it's fake is yeah. what it is. and i only had that a little bit so it's not the best well it's, it's not scenes, so real it's 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 like they hyper it's almost real but there's always something or like they, hi, they hyper focus on something and it makes it look weird where like, like in uh like in, in, andromeda in death stranding like you remember where uh mama was like under the rubble and then she like opens her mouth mouth weird and you can see all of her teeth yeah like that part is super weird that's the uncanny valley <laughs> that, type thing. Uncanny. and then in andromeda where they had a really like good graphics but then they never got down the face movements correctly in the animations and so the smiles and everything was like fucking off that's uncanny valley oh see i always thought it was just uh when you when it kind of blurs the lines between reality and and fake. no because you'd have in Kenny Valley every day walking around well no because this is real this is a video game looking so real that it yeah. almost looks like a normal person that's what I've always thought it every, was. No, that's the achievement but, but it's just like it, it's real and the like approaching realness but things just don't work it's off yeah that that, that that's kind of what I'm saying it's like so real but it's not it's like this weird area yeah. in between like what something you know isn't real but your brain almost thinks that it is it's weird it looks really good though it's a really good looking game um the in-game stuff is great uh i didn't find any graphical glitches really or anything like oh no i did one uh <laughs> where like a dude was through a door and then he killed me that was fucking dumb and i couldn't shoot him um, but that's more in the gameplay. game uh especially in spec ops when they send trucks at trucks after you if you just you know blow up a truck like everything besides the tires disappears when a truck blows up. So yeah. it's like you blow up a truck, the body, the the truck body disappears, just completely gone. Just tires, and you see <laughs> the enemy's ragdoll and tires roll away. 
That is that is true. That's weird. Huh? It's so. It's just like it just stopped existing. How did the rubber and the body survive, but not the metal? It, it's, it's not like the metal's mangled and stuff. It's, it's just, just gone. gone. And the people are now laying on the ground, and that they, they were just in a truck before, but now they're on the ground. That's that's to me. I feel should be a graphical glitch, whether or not it is or isn't. Yeah. Uh, so game art and design. Um, it's gotta be, it's gotta be a fucking nine for Captain Price's face alone. Everyone else could be fucking sevens. Sixes. <laughs> Everybody else could be stick figures and you'd still think that. Cause yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. No, it's like, seriously, like, I like the seriously, it's yeah, just like you've side never, by side, everyone you've else in the game really seen it. He's just like side by side, everyone else in the game, maybe <clears throat> Alex a little bit in his mustache, but Captain Price, above and beyond, has had so much more work going into his design yeah, dude, than any like, other character. It's like every yeah. time you see Captain Price, it's like that, like the ending scene of like Hercules, where he's like glowing with like the god aura. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, yeah. Everybody else is normal, but then it's like, oh, yeah. It, so that's Captain Price. Yeah, I yeah. agree. And I, I felt that when I was playing it too. I was like, man, they did a really good there's, job. There's with this just guy. something else special about him, and you can feel it because it's like he's more well designed <laughs> yeah. and because he's a fucking badass. He seems more real than everyone else. Yeah. yeah. For sure. Yeah, they definitely put... Oh, man. It's like, I want to know how much more money they spent designing him than everyone else. <laughs> dollar per dollar. Yeah. Dollar per dollar. How, dollar per pound. How much does Captain Price cost? <laughs> Who designed Captain Price? Yeah. Who um, did this thing that... Uh, yeah, I think I'd give it a nine as well for the... Pretty much just for the same reason. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll do that too. I, uh, otherwise, I'd give it an eight, but, you know... I don't want to give fucking, eights across the fucking board. Fucking Captain but. Price, man. He's fucking so good. All right, sound and music. Uh, gun sounded good. Voice cast, I think, was really good. Yeah. Um, the voice, voice acting is really Captain good. Captain Price. Uh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Definitely a higher budget. Uh, I listened to the soundtrack again last night, and it's actually really good. I think the soundtrack... I mean, you did name it, uh, or your tagline for this episode... Yeah, the angry cellos, angry cellos, or angry strings. Yeah, Tom Tom Selleck and the angry strings. Um, yeah, uh, the music One and everything. Thing you is guys good. might not have noticed because you can't get this kill streak because you're not good enough. Is uh, <clears throat> when you uh, get the juggernaut kill streak, you're a piece of shit. Um, they have. I'm pretty sure it's Metallica that plays when you put it on. Oh really? Yeah, and you could turn the music on and off. Let me see. Um, Jugger, not. So the lady who did the soundtrack, her name's Sarah Shakner or something like that. She also did um, Assassin's Creed Origins, Anthem, and Assassin's Creed Unity soundtrack. So I and I th- I'm actually really impressed with this soundtrack. Origin is pretty good. So I let me see. see. I heard someone saying it was Metallica, but uh, um. Drug music, MTX, give me... Uh, but it's know, just for, metal music that plays when you're the drug or not. For music, I I don't know. I had to turn down the sound, like, in-game to about 40% because it was way too fucking loud. I don't know what it was. Yeah, when you got into a party, you had to turn it down because you couldn't hear anybody's... Well, it wasn't just, like, being in the party, but it was really fucking loud, just, like, constantly. I had, it to, is, yeah, I had, I I had just to turn it down metal. just to like be able to hear it as a normal thing. Like yeah, otherwise, it's too much. Uh, I don't know if you guys had that same problem. Uh, problem I did. What? I did, but just for parties. I couldn't hear anybody in the party. Cause yeah, the I, I so think loud. that's more of a party balancer thing, which well, is why I've, we missed uh, certain pieces of information. I I don't what. 
So when we were playing Spec Ops, I think the, it prioritized the party so much. No, um, no, no. I'm not talking about the party. I'm talking about the game's sounds and music being like way too loud to the point where oh. I had to turn it down to like 40%. Well, you, that is- well so when you first set up the game... Um, it goes through different uh, ways of how loud you want it to be. And so you, at the beginning of the game, you can decide how, you know, what kind of setup you're using, how loud you want. Yeah, you yeah want I played with it. So I had to be headphones, and when I started, I was like, I immediately had to turn it down because I could hear fucking nothing but the game. Just like fucking nothing. Like, and they, nothing. like the music and explosions and shit were like way too loud. Huh. Um, maybe some of the audio balancing wasn't as good as it can be. You, they will prioritize explosions and stuff, but you do have a, a mixer you can play with at the beginning, deciding how, how, what you want to be uh, maybe emphasized. It, I don't know. I, I only remember picking headphones as my thing for me, for the sound. Yeah. Um, I liked it, though. I thought the sound was great. The gun sounded beefy. Sounded right. Um, obviously, a lot of that's reused. I didn't feel like anything was too special besides the voice acting, which was good, but some of the voice acting was standard, but besides, you know, your star characters, of course, you can have, you know, them perform better. Uh, is Captain Price worth an extra point or not? I think I'd give it like a seven. Uh, I was going to give it an eight, so I'm just going to give it an eight. Okay. Seven from Craig, eight from Cam. Um, I'll give it a nine. The only reason why I won't give it a ten is because I do think some of the voice acting is pretty stock. Yeah. Um, but I think that soundtrack. I listened to all of it last night, and I think it's actually pretty a pretty good game soundtrack. Um, yeah. I like the stringed instruments they used. Um, it's pretty upbeat. It's pretty cool. And I like what they did with the main theme. That was really cool when yeah. we got that in the game, and I was like, "Oh yeah, bringing all the bringing back the old days of Call of Duty, just playing Modern the, Warfare, the, those nostalgia strings for you." Yeah, playing with my nostalgia balls. Uh, they did a good job of that, especially with that Avengers trailer at the end. Yeah, that was fucking cool. <laughs> so dumb, but it was so awesome. <laughs> and because the whole time you don't know if it's a prequel or if it, you don't know that at all. You just think, "Oh well, it's a reboot of Modern Warfare." And then it's like, oh shit! It's a, totally a fucking prequel, and it's way cooler. Still probably, because of it. it's still probably a reboot. But yeah, the, yeah. But it's we a, haven't gotten to the same material as the other. Right. It's a reboot of the series, but a prequel to the other games. And it's yeah. it's so cool because you don't know until the last second, and you're like, oh shit! Oh, that's cool. And I hope you're yeah, right. And you don't even realize that like the uh, Garrick is Gaz until the end either, because yep. then he's like, oh yeah, his nickname is Gaz. Yeah. Like, oh fuck! I was playing as Gaz. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's fucking sweet. And, like, you, it all just comes together. And I'm, I I think you're right. I think they'll probably reboot the rest of them, which is they cool. They set it up to do it, so. I don't see why not. And I don't think it's cheap and uh, taking an easy way out because they did a really good job with this one. And yeah. I, I, I think it's probably going to continue. So, yeah. replayability. This is a first-person shooter. So, um, replayability is 10. Just so much stuff I haven't done yet. You're going to give it a 10 straight up? Yeah. I'm, all right. I mean... For us, it's replayability for us. How likely are we going to replay this game? And for me, it's a hundred percent. So ten. Yeah, there's reasons too. There's the drive and there's too, things and to have. keep coming back for. Yeah, yeah. there's uh, there's a lot for this because I mean, we only really touched the surface of Spec Ops. Yeah, 
You guys don't even know how the there's a lot are. of there's a lot of game modes just in multiplayer. Like there's uh, the infection. There's uh, now gun game. There's you know a bunch of other things to, to do. Search and destroy, domination, ground war, fucking a whole bunch of stuff just in the multiplayer. Then of course they have you know spec ops, classic spec op missions. Um, you know survivor mode. Uh, there's a lot to do in in the multiplayer aspect. So yeah, there is a lot. So I would give it a ten as well. Yeah, I agree. There's no doubt. Um, this is what these games are made for. And if this score doesn't get a ten, then there's a problem because, I mean, shit. I've already played it for like twenty hours online, like just straight up. And I, I'm not even that. I'm not. I'm not even close to being done. You know, I this is going to be my my multiplayer for a while. I mean, yeah. my multiplayer shooter at least the quick kill people one. I, I'm still going to play other stuff that's multiplayer, but this is the one. And yeah. like, I, I sat down to play the campaign, and I played multiplayer for like two hours. And then I went upstairs, and I was like, wait a minute, I, I need to play the campaign to this thing. <laughs> and then I, I was like, okay, when I go downstairs, I have to play the campaign. And then I got down there, and I like started a team deathmatch, and I was like, god damn it. <laughs> I always do this. It's like I just I want to play the online because I'm yeah. like, oh, I got I'm well, almost to this unlock you, on this. When you gun. start it up, it always like starts on the multiplayer section. Too, yeah, it knows so what you like, want. You know, yeah. <laughs> it uh, restarts. It puts you on the section that you played last. Oh, one thing that was really That's annoying. Yeah. Wow. Oh my god, one thing that was so fucking annoying is the cutscenes for multiplayer. You know, you like have to see like, uh, or Mara or whatever her name is. Uh, the chick who like you kind of want to fuck, but the longer you look at her, the less the less you want. That. So this which is one only, is it? This which is who only who is? I played I played the the campaign. It's a chick with black hair. She's it, not in the game. It's not she's she's not in the the story. She's like one of oh. the operators. It's Mara. She's like the Arab chick in the with the black. She looks like she's kind of uh, gothy coalition. I think. Okay, but like at first I was like, oh, she's kind of smoking. But then the longer I looked at her, I was like, man, her mouth is like the whitest mouth I've ever seen. And now I'm like uh, disgusted by her. It's like it's been it's this one eighty that's happened to me. Like the more I look, the more I like I am afraid. Uh, but yeah, well, the, dude, there was a fucking every time Craig would start the game and he would not listen to me. It's this chick it would, right here. It would start okay. the game. He would start a multiplayer game, and I'd have to watch this cutscene. And you, I, I didn't realize you had to hold X forever before it told you that you're skipping, it, it, or it doesn't let you. I'm not sure which is true. Which game mode forces you to watch cutscenes online when you so, go online. Now, so when you when you first started up, you remember how like it introduced Nikto or oh, whatever yeah, yeah. that guy with that one video. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for some reason it was glitching on twice, so it would show it to him every time we started. A I game. couldn't look at my stats. I couldn't look at the game mode. I couldn't change my character, my guns. It was just like, and the game would start so fast that I couldn't get through that fucking cutscene. And then eventually I was like, Craig. Do not start the game. I have to watch this fucking thing. I'm sick of watching the first like 30 seconds of it. Just give me a minute here. And then it never showed it again. But I was like, it fucking, Craig was just like, all right, let's do the 2v2s. Maybe I don't have her. Do you have to like, <laughs> like buy the battle pass to unlock her or something? No. No. You just have her, I think. Or you oh, unlock you're her. Unlock her ways, yeah. Yeah. Do you unlock her for playing the uh, campaign? Or No. I think you get, it might be part of the battle pass. I'm not sure if she's one of the ones you have to buy it for or if you just unlock no, it. No, I don't think she is. I think you just through the levels for doing something yeah because some of them were like one of them was beat the campaign and then another one was like get 25 executions and another one's like get 200 lmg kills and stuff I have like to that. look yeah uh but oh dude it was endless like me stuck in this fucking loop and craig just would, would relentlessly it's like learning it's like, like well because at first you were like it's making me watch this video and i was like what fucking video are you talking about 
Yeah, and, and then, then I was like, took, I started getting it mad. Took him, it took him forever to like make it explain it enough that I was like, oh, it's that one Nikto video. Like I didn't realize it was like glitching. Up. Yeah, see, because like, when I joined multiplayer, you guys were already ready to play. When Craig joined it, he was probably just you know joining it to play with people online, not to play with people who are starting the game in two seconds. So I, I was just stuck. I was stuck forever, and I was like five rounds of like. I want to fucking change my classes. I want to play with this. I've got all these unlocks, and I'm using this fucking well, iron sight submachine gun. You can it's change fucking your painful. stuff in game. Now, I didn't realize that though. A until later. fantastic change. It is, yeah. It's really nice. Um, like on spawn, you can change all yeah. your equipment. Yeah. So good stuff. Um, and I enjoyed it greatly. Yep. So. 10 out of 10 out of replayability. Let's do the recap. Um, you guys got anything else you want to say? No. I think it's worth the buy. I think yeah. it's a game that you should pick up if you like shooters. If you like shooters, competitive shooters. Um, we'll be playing it for a while, I think. Definitely. Uh, it looks uh, like every other week they add uh, either like a double XP weekend modes, yeah. or like XP week, double yeah. XP weekend, stuff like that. And then, uh, and then leveling they up. Also, they give you a, a lot of like leveling up tokens even if you don't have the battle pass. Yeah. yeah. They've, done, they've balanced the battle pass, the paying for extra and not paying for extra pretty well i'd say yeah and then you also get uh, a bunch of different game modes swapped out every week which is really cool yeah yeah i think you guys should pick it up if you like fps's um and we'll play with you it's been fun it's been a good time with the listeners they've also added a lot of the older like maps from the first modern warfare yeah. and i think they're gonna do it for the other ones like modern warfare 2 and i hope so three and stuff which will be fantastic. Yeah, I'm. That's the one thing I'm fine with games doing. I like each game to have their own identity to come back to, but maps, maps are free game, and I would. I can't wait for like Sea Town and uh, High Rise, yeah, High Rise and, and Rust. Fucking Rust, yeah. Shipments basically Rust with. Well, more. shipments already in there, so. Yeah, I hate that fucking map, but yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm excited to see where we go from here. And they've kept putting out new content. They keep coming out with new game modes. I mean, it's still pretty new, but I, I'm confident they're going to continue doing that. And I'm excited to keep playing. Um, so, recap the scores. Story. Nine from Craig, eight from me and Cameron. Gameplay, eights across the board. Graphics and design, nines across the board. Uh, sound and music, seven from Craig, eight from Cameron, nine from me. Replayabilities. 10 all the way across the board. Total combined score of, let's see, 9, 18, 28, 35, 46 out of 50 from Craig. 16, 24, 34, 43 out of 50 from Cameron. 16, 36, 44 out of 50 from me. Really? Craig gave it the highest scores. Six, two, one. Two, How? Four, it shouldn't six. be that different. Because I only moved one point over from. Two, four, oh, yours is forty three. Sorry, so it's forty three, forty three, forty four. Okay, there we go. That makes way more sense. I was looking at it. I was like, <laughs> wait, this is wrong. Yeah, I was like, yeah, I'm not too different. Like, what the fuck? So that's a hundred and twenty slightly off. Hundred and uh, hundred and thirty out of one fifty, or I mean, basically eighty six out of a hundred. Um, give or take like a quarter of a point. And the Metacritic score? 80 out of 100 for PlayStation. So we like this one a little bit more. Um, I think it's going to win some... Oh, it already won a Game Award for Best Audio audio Design. That I agree with. And it won a Hollywood Music and Media Award for the original score. 
I think the score is really good. Uh, that's one thing I've started to do, guys. I know I mentioned this before. The night before we review a game, I've started at work to listen to the soundtrack of that game. Okay. And I think it's a cool way to, like... Yeah, it's definitely something you have to... Because I log the hog, too, so I get some points for it. And there are, you know, hog league, that thing that, you know... The hog that you guys don't fucking do. But I kind of justify it both ways to kind of get a well more well-rounded feel for this soundtrack because you don't always sometimes it gets annoying because you hear the same thing over and over because you're replaying missions some things in soundtracks aren't always like in the in the game or movie that too yeah they make a big soundtrack for the game and they don't use all the pieces so it's cool to see like what they chose to use and and what they didn't so it's a good it's a good thing to do i think or they're in different places like they could be in spec ops or they're in you know whatever else yeah exactly so I think that's it for us. Um, thank you guys for hanging out. And let's do some more Hog League. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Hog League semifinal round. All right, I guess semifinal. It's like the... Whatever. It's the one before that. So this week we had Stepmotherfuckers on a bye week. We had most offensives against the dozen counts. And then Abrat cracking that fucking whip against Dylan... And step motherfuckers obviously move on to the next round. Most offensives take out the dozen counts. 340 to 286. Top most offensive is Troidal Power. Top Troidal, yeah, sorry. Top uh, doesn't count Igloo Smasher. So that will eliminate those guys for the playoffs. Abrax Whip strikes true once again. 540 to 436. The top Whip Cracker was Alec. And the top DROM. Simon Parker, as usual. So, next week, guys, we're going to give Abrak a bye week, and we're going to face step motherfuckers off against the most offensives, and then then we will have the final round of Hog League, and then we'll start the season all over again. So, guys, get in, log your hog, and we'll see you guys again next time. And remember, even if, even if it's not... Uh, even if you're not that in the in the league still just still hog your stuff cuz it just gets it gets harder and harder the more behind you become so keep that in mind and we'll see you guys again next time enjoy the live always in the nude and <laughs> not enjoy the grind live always in the yeah! nude. jesus christ